2: Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised.
3: Hello, kiddies. This is y'all's John Kassir, the voice of The Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio.
4: There you go yeah all right
0: i was born ready motherfucker. <laughs> there, there
4: you go <laughs> welcome to slasher radio my name is mikey bones and i'm joined by my fellow host Cat and rob humphrey what's happening guys
0: not much how's it going
4: pretty good namaste
0: happy birthday mikey
4: <laughs> thank you cat see rob that that's how you act that's how you're supposed to act right there you see that what the hell man i said namaste that's <laughs> nice we're recording we're technically, technically it is my birthday as we speak right now. It's after midnight. We're recording kind of the night before, whatever. But Rob, it's, it's technically my birthday right now, man. You got to say namaste today of
1: all days. It's a nice thing to say to somebody, Mikey. But you know I don't like it. It's not like an insult. It ain't like I called you a stupid motherfucker or something. I said namaste. <laughs> You've
4: called me a stupid motherfucker a couple times
1: before. Not on your I? birthday. <laughs> that may be true. See, look it up. According to the dictionary, namaste is a respectful greeting. Uh-huh. So, fuck you.
2: I thought there was going to be more. It's a respectful...
4: No. Yeah, right. no yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, well, you know what, Rob? Also, according to the dictionary, oi is a, a for- informal British term used to attract someone's attention, and it's also used as a greeting.
1: Oy. That's not how you use it, though. How do I use it? You use it as a weapon,
4: a verbal weapon, <laughs> to assault me. Use my foot as a weapon. You'll piss me off right away.
1: Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you, Rob. Uh, <laughs> it is my birthday. How old pa- are you? I'm 34. 34? That's like ancient to cat. <laughs> Stop
4: that. It kind of is. I would give anything to trade trade ages with cat, man.
1: <laughs> it's like, I didn't <laughs> know people got that old. <laughs> How would... are you still alive?
4: <laughs> you must be a vampire. It's weird man Like I I was just having this conversation the other day How the fuck did it happen You know like how the fuck did it happen Like you truly feel And like I catch it sometimes Like I have a few friends that are younger than me And they're like oh old man I'm like "Eh, fuck you man First of all it's gonna
1: come sooner than you think Like it it happens
4: so fast
1: It sure as fuck does And it doesn't slow down (laughs) It don't stop The older you get the quicker it seems to go man
4: yeah. Uh, my ankle started hurting the other day.
1: Oh, see? I get that shit. Uh-oh. My shoulder hurt again. I, I didn't even do nothing. Mm-hmm. That happens. And then it was fine. Yeah. It, it It hurt for like 45 minutes. Yeah, And then it
2: was just fine. Yeah. Wait,
1: wait, wait a little while. And then it'll be like a couple of days. And then it's like a week. And then it's like a couple of weeks. And it's like, it hurts so long you forget about it. <laughs> it just becomes normal. Yeah, that's just your life. This is life now. Speaking yep. of life,
4: as everybody knows, birthday picks are in cement. When we discuss movies that we're going to, oh. when we talk about, when we figure out what movies we're going to discuss on this show, uh, it's a committee. There's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of um, sarcasm and a lot of name calling sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that happens too. Sometimes. sometimes. And, you know, it's a demand, We got to land on something. This one, this, the, the birthday picks are, the, the birthday person gets the choice. There's nothing, no vetoing, no nothing. And as you can tell from the title, I picked Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah. You sure did. I sure did. And you know what? Honestly, there might have been a couple other reasons that I'm, more than I'm going to mention right now for me picking this movie. Nobody will ever know for sure. But you can't not say, this. this movie, this is this is a big movie.
0: It is a big movie.
4: And
1: there's a lot to talk about. Rob will yeah. give it that. Oh, we're gonna talk about some shit. <laughs> we're gonna talk <laughs> about some shit. Don't worry about it.
4: Oh my god, I forgot about drink roll call, which I can't fucking believe. We cannot forget drink roll call today. Yeah. So what's everybody drinking? Uh who wants to start? Not me.
0: I'll start. Um okay. I, I'm back to drinking. Uh, I'm I have a whiskey sour.
1: Oh, all right. I don't believe I like whiskey sours.
0: Uh, I have a sore throat. Mm -hmm. I was coughing a whole bunch today, and my voice sounded really awful. And I started drinking whiskey sours, and I don't sound great, but it helped. All right. (laughs) So That's
1: good to know. Good to know my brother drinks whiskey sours, but I don't really care for him.
0: They're not my drink of choice usually, but they, yeah. they will help a sore throat. And usually when I do that, I have like hot toddies because that really helps my throat. But it is a million degrees in my office today. I would have died. Mm-hmm. So it's a
1: million degrees everywhere. Always. It now. is. Yeah. 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 So um, you want me to go, Mikey? Sure. All right. I wanted to kind of tie. I wanted to find a drink that tied into the movie somehow, you know, like a fun little theme thing. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> So I uh, I am drinking what is known as a hillbilly margarita. Oh my God, is that a real drink term? It is. Um, is I found it online and
2: Dew?
1: <laughs> It is. It is Mountain Dew and tequila. Yes. Oh my
4: God. I don't know. I, I, well, I'm mad at you over the Mountain Dew thing. You know, we don't. We're not supposed to support mm-hmm. Mountain Dew around here.
1: Yeah. Because I the, was the torn. Vibe. There was there was a hillbilly margarita, which is Mountain Dew and tequila. I also found something called a white trash margarita, which was Ugh. Gatorade and tequila. <laughs> but I just couldn't bring myself to do the Gatorade thing. So I went yeah. with the Mountain Dew and That's uh, Patron.
0: You know, the good thing about the hillbilly margarita is that the first one is disgusting. But if you keep drinking them, you quit caring really fast.
1: I will say <laughs> this. The hillbilly margarita. I actually kind of like it. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I think the tequila and the citrus and the fucking Mountain Dew mix is nice. I wouldn't really call it a margarita, but... (laughs) I will say the the thing for me
0: is that I don't like Mountain Dew that much, and it still, at its core, tastes like Mountain Dew.
1: Yeah, it kind of (laughs) does. But, you know, the beauty of the Hillbilly Margarita, though, is its versatility. You could get, like, Baja Blast or some other kind of Mountain Dew and do it.
0: You know what? I would try another Hillbilly Margarita with a different kind of Mountain Dew.
1: Yeah. Oh, Maybe not Baja Blast. <laughs> I thought, what could be more fitting for a Rob Zombie film than a Hillbilly Margarita? <laughs> that's that's good. pretty
4: funny. I, yeah, that's true. Uh, okay. Hold on. I am sending. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm just going to send this tweet uh, and send you guys the link to the tweet.
1: I feel like you're adding steps, but aren't.
4: Well, I'm taking away a step, actually, for myself. Yeah, yeah but for me. <laughs> You'll be fine. The zeet? I w- yeah, the zeet of, I would like to present to you guys the Tickle Me Pink Lemonade, the ultimate lemonade drink. You son of a bitch. What, why am I a son of a bitch? I would appreciate it if you would view the accompanying video with sound on, Rob, especially you.
1: Well, you to appreciate it all you want. I don't know if I know how to do
4: it. What is in it? uh what is in it is, uh, country time, pink lemonade, mm-hmm. Smirnoff pink lemonade, and
1: Sprite lime lemonade legacy. This is the kind of place Mikey hangs out at. What do you mean? This is what you do on the weekends. No, it's not. You're like let's go, let's go to the club. I made this myself, and it
4: also. It has, uh, obviously, an umbrella, because I'm down to about 150 of those motherfuckers or something now. (laughs) It has a pink umbrella. It has a lime for a garnish.
2: Uh I see that.
4: There's also some mint leaves floating on the top. And a glow stick. Okay. And if you notice, the straw is a curly straw Mm -hmm. with a lemon on it. All right. How do you feel
1: about this, Rob? I mean, look, honestly, I feel fine about it. I don't know how you should feel about it.
2: What's wrong? <laughs> what, what do you mean? But, you know,
1: I mean, you're a grown ass man, and this What's is w- what you're drinking. What's wrong with that? Well, that's fine. Nothing. Nothing. Do what you want to do. I mean, you know, I told you when I was at Fish Man, I, I waited in a long ass line to get drinks, and I got up there, and all they had was pink lemonade and vodka. I fucking said no, thank you, and walked away. But but this is something I like. I, I should be allowed to drink this. Mm.
0: It's your birthday, Mikey. You can drink whatever you want. Here's
1: the thing, Mikey. Uh-huh. You can drink it. You just shouldn't tell people you're drinking it. Why not? I'm proud <laughs> of this. It's fucking embarrassing, man. How? I'm
4: a grown man. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh-huh. I have a glow stick in it, Rob. Uh-huh. I had assistance with this drink. I have to thank Chris and I have to thank Allie. There, there was it constru- took three people to make that fucking stupid thing. <laughs> three people to make this beautiful, beautiful drink. And I made it way too strong, but here we are nonetheless. I Rob, I, I hope you ch- you should make this drink one day.
1: No, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> it's way too much bullshit that I'm never gonna use again. And I'm not I'm not about that life anymore. I ain't buying all that shit that I'm never gonna use anymore. Oh, I spent so
4: much money. I mean, for <laughs> a drink. This is like this this is about a good mm, forty dollar. Well, more if you count the liquor, it's at least a fifty-sixty dollar drink. I had to buy the cup. I had to buy so I have like fucking ten of these
1: straws laying around now. Yeah. They got watermelons and shit on them. That's the kind of shit and Drink Roll Call I'm trying to get away from. That's why I was like, I want something on brand for the fucking Rob Zombie movie, but it's gotta be cheap and easy. Mountain Dew and tequila. Which is
0: also on brand for the Rob (laughs) Zombie movie.
1: Yeah. Mountain Dew and tequila, I'm in. I will drink Mountain Dew. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but I will drink it. And a bottle of Patron has never gone to waste.
4: (laughs) No, no, it does not. Um, But, yeah, no, I, I, I'm i very proud of this. This is the ultimate pink lemonade drink, Rob.
0: It's It, is.
1: it is. You bring shame upon your family, but... but how? Shame <laughs> on
4: you. Shame on you for saying that. How about that? Shame on you.
1: Mm-hmm. Go down to the corner bar and drink that.
0: Rob, have you considered that it's more manly to drink what you want without caring? Yes. No. <laughs> All right. I don't give a shit. I tried, Mikey. I don't give a shit.
4: Uh all right, we have a couple of voicemails oh. to get. Oh, yes. Oh,
0: yeah, we can do the voicemails.
4: Oh, okay. Uh you trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. 917-397-kill. That's 917-397-5455. You want to leave a voicemail? We have two voicemails this week, guys. Wow. Fancy.
2: Right.
4: Yep. One from, from Greg. It's Greg's Hot Take Corner. And we do have another one from Amber. Oh didn't we just do Greg's Hot Take Corner? I don't remember. No, that was actually
0: that was. just a normal <laughs>
4: voicemail
0: oh. from Greg. They sound oh. a lot alike sometimes.
4: Yeah, make sure you go check out Greg at Darth Gregor. This is, like I said, Greg's hot take corner. He calls in and drops these hot take bombs on us, and um, it's usually a monthly thing. And here he goes.
3: Hello, Michael. Hello, Robert. Hi, Cat. It's I, Darth Gregor, back with another series of hot takes. Ahem. <clears throat> <clears throat> Rink is a better horror movie than <laughs> Maximum Overdrive. Hey! <laughs> Evil Dead Rise is better than both Evil Dead 1 and 2. Ooh. Dr. Frankenfooter would make Dr. Chalice a bottom, <clears throat> and Predator is more of a horror movie than Joyride. <clears> oh. <throat> That being said, Michael, bon and As a bonus, Halloween 2007 is better than Leprechaun. Oh. And for your information, Tony Danza his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on November 21st, 1988. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> You
2: drive my dance from the voicemail.
1: That Go is try. so touching that they wanted to do that for your birthday. I cannot fucking believe you, Greg. What
4: you had Greg, kiss my ass, Greg. You had to hit me with the leprechaun thing and with the with the what The, with the me, guests are doing dances now.
1: I feel oh. like Greg went above and beyond for your birthday to bring you that dance. Uh Greg, tip of the cap. Thank that you. was great. I loved it. Uh, you uh, got a lot was... of shit wrong there, but uh, I don't even remember <laughs> Actually, what it was now, because I'm so dazzled by the danza.
0: I want to throw this out there. I think this has been the best hot take corner. I, I think I only disagree with one of these takes. Fuck
4: this hot take corner. I don't like it at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, I got so thrown off by the danza. The, uh,
0: Predator is more of a horror movie than Joyride. I agree. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, thousand percent. No um, yeah, teen slasher shouldn't count. As action movie
4: with arnold schwarzenegger should
0: sure yeah if it's got oh. cool creature design i'll allow it um
1: <laughs> uh uh, yeah, uh
0: what was the... i i got a uh, skin of rink is a huh. better movie than what was it
1: maximum the overdrive which the is Maximum
0: just... Overdrive? oh i don't oh, that's just a false that film. one's rough
1: skin of rink's not even a
4: fucking movie skin of rink's probably a better horror movie than maximum overdrive yeah i'd agree maybe no. I
0: think the only hot take that I disagreed with, and, and I'm not even mad, uh, is Evil Dead Rise being better than Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. I, I disagree strongly, but I yeah. think it's the scariest of those three. Uh, so if that's what you're going for, I, I can see it. I disagree, but I see it.
1: I would agree that it's it's the scariest, but it's definitely not the best.
0: I think if what you're going for is, is scares, I... I, again, I disagree, but I do, I, there's an angle that I can see it from.
4: Yeah, They're so hard to compare because you can't com- you cannot begin to compare a movie that they had practically nothing and Sam Raby's dragon fucking what's his name through the woods, Bruce Campbell through the woods. You're talking a high powered movie with money behind it. It's yeah. hard. They're two different things to me. Is that fair?
0: I think that's fair. Yeah,
4: yeah. that charm of Evil Dead is hard. Like Evil Dead Rise is great, and I can't wait to talk about it on this show. But yeah, that that's a hard call, Greg. And the leprechaun thing was bullshit too. What did he say was? About oh, me? what
0: was the leprechaun? I uh, forgot. Shit. There's a lot going on. Also, I here's the thing. I don't like Doctor Frankenfurter, but he absolutely would make Doctor Chalice the bottom.
1: So. No, there's no way.
4: That's Dr. just Chalice a fact. Is the man. I could make Doctor Chalice the bottom. I don't think it takes much. He's, a, he's an old guy.
1: No, he's he's the <laughs> fucking man, dude. But I will also say this, to be honest with you, I don't know that Doctor Chalice wouldn't like it.
0: Yeah, that's the thing is, I think Doctor Chalice, I think the man that fucked his way through way too much of our last bracket <laughs> would want to see what was going on with yeah. Doctor Frankenfurter. And once once you admit, you know, that you're curious, uh, Dr. Frankenfurter's got you, it's Look, I, I'm Doctor Frankenfurter's gotcha. I think that's just a fair.
1: Doctor Chalice is a kinky dude. <laughs>
0: uh, it's it's hard because oh
4: oh that's what he said. He said um this Halloween Rob Zombie's Halloween 2007 was better than a Leprechaun.
0: Oh, that's right.
4: Uh, I, again, it's two different things, but I uh, I, I don't mm, I don't think so.
0: Better than Leprechaun and what? Because I feel like there were two, right?
4: Uh, I only heard one. Okay. Better than Leprechaun.
0: 2007
3: is better than Leprechaun. And for your information.
4: Oh, yeah. i was not playing that. Oh, again. oh, oh, fucker. <laughs> he was about to do it again.
0: I almost got you.
4: <laughs> what? For our information, what? I missed that. Kiss my ass. <laughs> what? You made Tony Danza's name like a fucking nightmare to me every time people just say me. And they all say it the same, too. <laughs> Tony Danza, you son of a bitch. You. No more dances, Rob. Look what you did. I didn't even do that. I just know
1: her minding my own business, drinking my fucking mouth and doing tequila. But you caused it.
4: This is happening because of you. Anyway, uh, second voicemail. There it is.
3: Hi, for Radio. It's your favorite Jersey girl. I just wanted to say happy birthday, Mikey. Aww. I'm so proud of you, buddy. I hope you have a wonderful birthday weekend or however you want to celebrate it. Just happy birthday, my friend. Much love to you. Hi, Rob. I wanted to say namaste to you. My happiness. And hi, Kat. I just adore you. I think you're so wonderful. You guys are really doing an amazing job with Slasher Radio. It's come so far. And I'm so proud of you all. But again, happy birthday, Mikey! Much love to ya.
1: Aww. I love hearing from Amber. Amber is
3: just. I
0: love hearing from Amber.
1: She's so nice and positive all the time,
4: except when you're doing the capiche hands. Amber, I checked out Greg's live today at Darth Gregor on TikTok, and
0: did she do it again?
4: She did it again. Yeah. Did it again yeah. And because did of what? Told she off
0: again? Oh, okay. Uh... I I knew cabin in the woods came up, so I thought maybe you needed lectured again.
4: Yeah, Cabin in the Woods came up, uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs came up, a couple of things me and Amber don't te- really agree on, but uh, I think she was nice to me because it was my birthday is what I think happened. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, next week she'll be just right back to, yeah. The, the Capiche hands were because of Rob. Rob's, Rob made that
1: happen. I, I mean, mean, not really. I just couldn't figure out how to make them come up on the thing.
4: Yeah, Rob said he can't, he can't find the Capiche hands emoji. And Kat was like, "Here you go, no, Rob." Uh, uh,
2: Kat and Amber was like, "Here you go, no, Rob," and just boom, did it. Don't appreciate it. So
0: she was helping.
1: Yeah, she was being helpful, like she always is.
4: <sighs> God damn it! Uh, thank you very much, Amber. I love you, Amber. Um, thanks, Greg. Great Greg, to hear I, I from think. both of you. See, Rob. See, Kat just said it's great to hear from Greg. We can't. We can't go that far. That
0: was his best hot take corner. It was
4: a good one. That was bullshit. I don't like it at all. <laughs> Right. (laughs) i do love how though on their lives they're saying uh where are my balls wrong button and where are my balls and huge clown penis huge clown penis so um i i do love that those are catching on and since we're here why not
3: huge clown penis
4: now i'm happy uh all right that's it for the voicemails and stuff We're not going to do news this week, but I figured we can go over our Halloween rankings. We, obviously, it has to do with the movie discussion, but also we did Murder by Numbers two years ago now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Halloween Ends has come out since then. Rewatches of shit has happened. So I feel it'd be a good time to go over our, our official Halloween ranking.
2: We, are we bringing Murder
0: by All
1: Numbers right. back
2: this fall? I'd I
4: like so. to bring
0: Murder by Numbers back this fall.
2: All right. Yes uh all right
1: who wants to go first you guys want me to go first
2: yeah
1: okay do you want to just go through your whole ranking or do you want to do it number by number each of us rotating sort of snake style okay that works
4: all right i'll start us off uh oh, we're starting at number one right or are we no no we're right? starting at the, oh, bottom we at of the 13th well there should be no problem with the first few but cats here And I forgot.
0: So
4: (laughs) every time I bring up Halloween ranking, I completely forget what Kat did.
0: I will say there are some franchises that we've never ranked at all. And this is going to be the third time publicly (laughs) I've had to give my
1: Halloween. Kat,
4: secretly, me and Rob have been DMing
1: and we feel (laughs) we should have had you get Mr. Kat's boyfriend guy's rankings.
0: Uh, (sighs) He hasn't seen enough of them yet. So far, his rankings are like one and two.
1: Oh, you haven't shown him three yet?
0: No. Listen, we don't... I, it's it's a Halloween movie. We'll watch it closer to Halloween.
4: Alright. She's holding off on that one, Robert. I know, she's holding uh,
0: off the I'm best scared for last. To... <laughs> I don't blame I'm scared her. to watch Season of the Witch with him,
1: so... <laughs> yeah. I'm, I really just want him to start acting like Dr. Chalice after he I sees it. I
0: really him. don't want that.
1: Gross sweet-ass mustache. Oh, my God. I
0: don't want to have to leave him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, my no,
4: my number 13, bottom of the list, starting bottom to top. I got in a little trouble with Will about this too, Will the Thrill. Guys, um, I, I we were talking Halloween in Allie's Discord, and he he wasn't happy with me.
1: All right. uh, yeah. What's interesting about number 13 is, if I'm not mistaken, unless somebody's changed, we all have a different movie at number 13.
0: I think yes. so. Uh, I have changed my list a little, but not much
1: me too
4: uh and my my number 13 is season of the witch halloween 3 that stays the same
2: that is
0: i can understand why will the thrill is mad
1: at you yeah yeah i'm sitting here tonight drinking out of my halloween 3 glass with tom atkins on it well being ashamed of you not a halloween
4: movie it wasn't that great it's very overrated uh i I hate the tide it's made because that movie was always hated and then there was like you know a, a turn of the of the century where people just started liking the damn thing i don't know what happened
1: everybody loves a comeback story mikey
2: oh, all right
1: all right uh my number 13 is clearly the correct answer in the worst film in this franchise and that is halloween resurrection that's bullshit wrong i think if you look at your twitter account you will find uh... <laughs> 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 yeah,
4: yeah i i i've mentioned that uh, i think it was on patreon whenever a lot of people there was a lot of love for halloween three and a lot of hate for resurrection but i'll tell you what there was hate for halloween three in there too i'll say that maybe not as much as resurrection i'll admit
1: there's a certain percentage of the population that's always going to be wrong Mm.
4: unbelievable uh that's shameful but cat what's your number 13
2: uh curse
4: Mm. okay that's fair uh six number six (laughs) yeah okay all right my number 12 it's Halloween Ends.
0: Oh, well, get out of here. What?
4: Yeah. yeah. Spicy. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that fucking movie, man. It's a All good right. movie, Mikey. It's not a good ma- No. You, Michael Myers got his ass. He got his mask snatched in the sewer by the kid that got bullied by the band geeks, man. No. I won't <laughs> accept it. I, I understand <laughs> what they were trying to do. I
1: get it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. So here's what you can tell from Mikey's rankings already. He doesn't like it when they do anything different. It's <laughs> Halloween. It's Halloween. You don't need to do anything different. Give us Michael Myers. Remember you said that.
4: Okay. I I understand. In in about about 20 minutes. I understand. (laughs) You remember they did something different too, though. All
1: right. Uh, Number 12 for me is The Curse of Michael Myers. Okay. My number 11. Number. Wait, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry, Kat.
0: It's okay, uh, number Damn you, rude asshole!
4: I'm sorry. I know it's your birthday,
1: but that don't mean you just get to do whatever you want. This drink is very
4: strong.
0: Just for that, number twelve is Halloween resurrection.
4: God damn it! So, Cat and I are close. We just flip flopped them. Yeah. yeah, you guys all both right. wrong. That's crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> resurrection will come up again, <laughs> <laughs> but not right now. Uh, my number. God damn, I'm altering number eleven is Rob Zombie's Halloween, the second one, number two.
1: Okay. Yep. Oh, boy. My number 11 is The Revenge of Michael Myers. Okay.
0: I like how we all also wrote these down differently. My number 11 is Halloween 5.
1: Okay. Same movie.
0: Also The yeah. Revenge of Michael Myers, yes. <laughs> which is what inspired the comment. Um... Yeah.
1: I didn't write mine down. I have Letterbox. I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. I know both of you have the app. I don't know why you didn't just create a list in there.
0: Well, because I got letterboxed late so i i don't know i
1: yeah.
0: i only write movies like as i'm watching them in letterbox huh? so I Look, if you
1: want to write your list out like an amish person you can it's fine it's just weird
4: <laughs> as long as you do it on the you, you got to do it on an envelope
1: makes it okay <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah it is on an envelope
1: so. you gotta have a, a fucking do it by candlelight with a little <laughs> feather pin you dip in <laughs> ink and shit yeah the last
4: time i used letterboxes when i went through every single movie you've rated and rated them myself
1: the ones I've seen
4: that <laughs> <laughs> haven't used it since. I was very tired after that.
1: I can't believe you went through all those movies. There's a lot.
4: I took me so I was in bed doing it. <laughs> I went to bed and I was like, all right, I'll finish the last few. Uh, my number 10 is Halloween 6. So it's right around Curse. Yeah, occurs, yeah it's, it, it, be- it belongs at the bottom somewhere. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it sure does. Uh, my number 10 is Rob Zombie's Halloween. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, that's fucked up.
0: Um, if you don't like that, mikey I have bad oh, news boy. for you. I'm so sorry.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: my number 10 is H2O.
1: Oh, <laughs> wow. Cat went right after H2O at number 10. Wow. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. I rearranged a little bit of stuff. Uh, and H2O did not fare well in the shift.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: I yeah. can see that.
4: We have very different lists. All right. Uh, my number nine right now is uh revenge uh no halloween five revenge
1: of michael myers okay. Not,
4: I, I don't like the the niece storyline i don't like it it
1: doesn't the halloween five just doesn't work like uh-huh. it just doesn't work i don't know it's it has that whole weird connection like psychic connection shit and everything is kind of dumb mm-hmm. um my number nine is h20 god damn you which is uh, more of a Scream film than a Halloween film, its only saving grace is LL Cool J. Ladies love Cool J now.
0: My number nine is Halloween Ends. Cat. Sorry. I, yeah, so this is, uh, this is a movie that we re-ranked uh, to add to the list. Before, when we did uh, our Halloween rankings last time, Rob and I had pretty close rankings up until the end there. hmm uh-huh. Uh, we all had a few within one another, but yeah, I, I can't get behind ends. I appreciate yeah. what they tried to do more than what you know happened in the ones below this, but I still have to rank it off of what I got, and that yeah. was not much. So, you know, that's
4: where it is.
2: Okay,
4: fair. Uh, my number, goddamn, what are we at? Eight now? Yeah, eight. Rob Zombies Halloween.
1: Okay, yeah, uh... it's still pretty low. My number eight is Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Yeah.
0: Uh, Mikey, my number eight is Rob Zombie's Halloween.
4: God damn it. <laughs> it just makes me mad that it's above Resurrection for you. Like, that's the thing. Every time you say a movie, I'm like, fuck, Resurrection?
1: <laughs> Am I the only one who ranked Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 higher than his Halloween? Nope. Okay. Oh,
2: that's unfortunate.
1: All right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> next for me is Halloween four.
1: Halloween 4 Mm-hmm. Are you looking at your list right? We're at number seven. <laughs>
2: yeah. I said it, All, Halloween
1: right. 4. All right. My number seven is Halloween Kills. Okay.
0: Uh, my number seven is Rob Zombies, Halloween two. Damn it. All I have right. them right next to each other, uh, but two is higher.
4: All right. Uh, my number six is Halloween Kills.
1: My number six is Halloween
4: Ends. Oh, fuck! Did it get that high? There
0: it is. Uh, Halfway
1: through.
4: Yeah, that's that's a problem.
1: (laughs) I like it. I think it's a good movie. Mm -hmm. I watched it Uh, a few times since it it came out, and I've enjoyed
0: it. I've also watched it a few times since it came out, but (laughs) that didn't help. (laughs) Uh -uh. Didn't help me.
1: I read the novelization too. I don't know if that helped any.
0: My number six is Halloween Kills.
2: Okay.
4: All right, we can cater on the same with that one. Uh My number five, top five here, Halloween Resurrection. You're out of your fucking mind. That's top right, I said
1: five. It. Yeah, yeah. Ooh.
4: Absolutely, good movie, man. Reinvented. It's it not weird... though.
1: It's not a good
4: movie, Mikey. It's a. It's an entertaining movie. It is not though. It,
1: it is. <laughs> I don't think you know what those words mean. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Um, my number five is Halloween three season of the witch. Oh, Rob,
0: Rob, my number five is Halloween <laughs> three season of the witch. Oh, cat, right. yeah.
1: <laughs> and Mr. Cat's boyfriend guy, you're gonna like it too,
0: mm.
1: hate but it, not please. too much,
0: or else
1: <laughs> <laughs> be a chalice,
4: please, Mr. Cat's boyfriend guy. Hate it. Uh, my number four is Halloween 2018. Okay, mm. Halloween. Yeah, I'm thinking about this one though real hard. I forgot about this. All right, I, I'm. A, I'll leave it for now. All
1: mm. right, my number four is Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers. Okay,
0: uh, Rob, my number four is how ha- <laughs> my is Halloween Four. Yeah. Okay. okay. Halloween Four
1: is a really strong entry that people overlook.
0: It is. I don't know it's why. I think really... it's because people like and I did this for a while too where i associated it with five yeah and because five doesn't work i had it in my head that four also didn't work but four is good
1: mm-hmm. four is is very close to the original yeah it is like that the story ending, and though, everything it's yeah it's not as good but it's it's No, anyway all right yeah and i again though on the same wavelength look at that
0: yeah we're friends for right now let's hold on to this <laughs> right now it's
1: <laughs> <That's laughs> a change
2: see.
4: All right, uh my number three top three is Halloween H2O. <laughs>
2: I forgot you <laughs> hadn't used H2O nope. yet.
4: That's
1: where well, it's Mikey. In. I you know H2O's you, a good movie. No, it's not. And you are at the same it you, like there's two sides of the Mikey coin. <laughs> there's the super frustrating side, right? But then if you flip that coin over, there's the side that I find extremely entertaining and how frustrating you are. <laughs>
0: I like that both sides are frustrating.
4: Yeah, that's my charm. That's a, yeah. the, Don't tell... I gotta cut that out. I can't let that secret out. That's how I do things.
1: Uh, where are we at? Number three? No. Yeah, so we're number three. Uh, my number three is Halloween 2018. Okay. Uh,
0: my number three is Halloween
1: 2. Oh, boy. Okay. first
4: chip has fallen.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's coming now
4: here's something we we'll and rob uh agree on is my number two is halloween Two.
1: Yes, it's my my number two is halloween Two. also mm-hmm. i will say um there's a part of me that it's very it's like razor thin i could see 2018 eventually working its way to that number two spot for me i do really like that movie that's what i was confused about
4: because i might i might put 18 above h i might but i enjoy h2o so i don't know but i'll to be determined but right now yeah, all right, that's
1: I, c- I can see it making its way to that number two spot for me that's nothing fair. crazy like what cat's about to do but cat <laughs> what's your number two
0: my number two is Halloween
1: and we paused to wait for more words
0: <laughs> no year that's just
1: okay okay my number one is Halloween my number one is John Carpenter's Halloween from 1978,
0: and my number one is 2018.
4: She said it with such confidence.
1: Still not budging on that, huh,
4: Cat?
0: It's not the better movie, but I like it better. I, it, we, we get hung up on this all the time. But there's a difference between like critical mm-hmm. quality and favorites. Mm-hmm. 2018 is my favorite, and I'm standing by it.
1: Uh. <laughs> all right. I never quite know what to do with this information. <laughs>
0: it's
4: it's awkward every time.
1: I know, well, like I, I never really quite sure how to process it
0: here's here's the thing, um is that I think even if if as I mature, I decide, no, I'm going back to the classics seventy eight is my favorite Halloween movie. Everyone would believe I did it out of peer pressure. I'm pretty much locked into this take out of spite at this point. Um, mm. <laughs> even if I didn't believe it, i I would have to stick this one out
1: <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah I, I guess i can kind of respect that but i don't know i never quite know what did to... and the thing is normally like if we were doing pretty much any other franchise and yeah. the movie that i had at number one cat had at number two it wouldn't be that big a deal well, this is yeah. fucking halloween <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like this is... it's halloween cat <laughs> yeah Oh, shit. It's one
4: of my favorite things. Because I don't know what, like, I forget about it every time. Like, that's the best part for me. I always forget until it comes up. Because there's always that moment where Rob realizes. Like, <laughs> I, I forget what episode you guys were talking about on This Hard Life. And, like, Robin, like Kat had brought it up and it was that oh, shit moment. It's
3: like, yeah. oh, man.
4: <laughs> there it is again. It's yeah. like Rob's arch nemesis is Kat's Halloween ranking. <laughs> Oh fuck!
0: We're gonna get to a point where Cat's arch nemesis is also Cat's Halloween rankings, but
4: (laughs) eventually, yeah.
1: So, Uh, but Halloween ends. That was the one that really forced the adjustment. Yeah. Where uh, does
0: what number does everyone have ends at? Do Do we know the?
1: I had it highest at at six. I had it at twelve.
0: I had it at nine. So we're we've got a decent spread on the Halloween (laughs) ends. Yeah.
1: And I'm telling you, if you guys just sit down and watch it another dozen times or so each, you'll you'll really learn to appreciate it.
0: No.
4: No, no, no. Again, I talked about Michael Myers getting his mask snatched. He's getting pushed around. The best kill in the movie wasn't even by Miles wasn't even a Michael Myers kill. No. Uh-uh.
1: The movie's like it's all about
4: Corey. I, I I'm not watching Corey ween i'm watching halloween i want michael myers I don't know. it's not
1: called myers ween either
4: no it's not why are you watching so
1: many weens (laughs)
4: leave me my weens alone (laughs) no i i can't i honestly i had uh i had rob zombies a, a second halloween it was obviously in 12 before that in the 12 spot and I I I had it above that, and the more I thought about it, I had watched it again since then, and I was like, no, fuck that, and mm-hmm. it's not helping.
1: You're the only one who put his Halloween two lower than Halloween.
0: His Halloween two yeah. is really good. Oh, I think so too. Uh
1: uh-uh. that, mm, uh. Well, we'll it's get better than it I don't think it's really good. I think it's better than his Halloween. I don't.
4: I don't think so, but. I I will say this. I had Rob Zombie's Halloween. Obviously, I rewatched it to talk about it for the show today. Oh, you rewatched it this year. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Motherfucker, you better have two. I did not.
2: (laughs) Did you really not? Why would I? Did you really not watch this fucking
4: movie? (laughs) Yes, I watched the fucking thing earlier today. I thought you pulled to me last year. I was going to say, motherfucker. (laughs) All right. All right. Fair. But I had it. uh, My bottom went three. Ends Halloween 2 from Rob Zombie, and then Rob Zombie's Halloween. And I put it after this rewatch above six and five. So it did something.
0: I just want to throw this out there. I talk about this sometimes with other franchises where I about like the percentages of likes to dislikes in a franchise. Halloween actually fares really well because I start actively liking them at my eighth slot forward. Oh, uh, which is this movie? I I like Rob Zombie's Halloween, fine, uh, and everything above that is good. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I would say I start liking them at my nine slot forward because I I do not like A- I like H I like H two O. I don't think it's it, I don't think it's good, but I do. There are things about it that I like, and then pretty much everything after that I like.
0: Yeah, I, I do have two kind of middle ones, but I I put it like right in because I don't dislike ends. But I am done rewatching it for the foreseeable future. I think so. You well, we haven't
1: watched it enough.
0: I no. I think I have. I think I've seen it four times now. I think that's enough times.
1: No, well, that's more times than me. I think I've only seen it three.
0: It's enough. <laughs> it's enough times.
4: All right. Do you guys want to move into the movie discussion?
0: Nope. Oh, uh, Mikey, I promised you that I would do something nice for you on the okay. same episode that you got Drive by Dances. I have, for one week, and one week only, I have suspended Gabagoolie Mystery (sighs) Corner, despite the absolute flood of Gabagoolie Mystery Corner submissions this week.
4: Whoa, 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 wait a minute, hold up. Thank you very much, Kat. That's first and foremost. Thank you. We didn't have one last week either, so we're on a roll.
0: That's, That's true. I almost didn't give it to you this week because we had no news segment next week, which is where we usually put the Gabagoolie mystery corner. But this week, intentionally, without scheduling me a shark interview, um, (laughs) you are free of the Gabagoolie mystery. Look at
4: that. Cat being a lady and a gentleman at the same time. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love that gift. But what do you mean there's been an influx of what? There's more now?
0: We got a lot of them this week. Uh, the Why? folder runneth over once more. Are you yeah. fucking. Kidding? Oh, they, these, uh, these
1: bastards knew it was my birthday.
0: <laughs> what the hell,
1: man? They're trying to yeah. celebrate with you on your birthday. No, no, I don't uh-huh. want this. This is not fair. <laughs> I don't want like one it. in
0: particular that I really enjoy, but we'll get to it next week. <laughs> Some
1: of those people can help out by sending me some Danza fun facts because I'm really running out fast. Uh, yeah. Um, and if we don't get enough, we're going to have to move on to like Ralph Macchio fun facts. We're not going to get to
4: know. No, 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 no. I didn't give a shit about Tony Danza. Ralph Macchio.
0: I vote that we move on to Moonstruck facts. <laughs> Very oh. Italian. Moonstruck.
1: Moonstruck, yeah.
4: I might have an, uh, a letter or a statement read on, on the Nick Wu cage cast, so maybe. Talk about that movie,
1: we'll see. It's gonna have to be edited, though.
4: Oh God forbid! Yeah. God forbid you do that.
0: I think that's the reason why you're actually banned is because Rob doesn't want to have to edit you if you say something mean about Nick Cage.
4: You can't. If I do this for a little background, Cat and Rob are doing a movie for the Nick F and Wu Cage cast that is apparently Italian, and they just want me to watch it. And I'm and if I do, I'm allowed to issue a statement to the Nick F and Wu cast that will be read uh, in the style of Rob's statements when he's not here. Uh, you can't edit me if I say something though, right?
1: It depends no. on what you say.
4: What do you mean? No, I my words cannot be minced. That that's illegal.
0: I can guarantee you. There's not editing going on in the Nick F and cast. <laughs> I, can, I can
1: second that guarantee. <laughs> All right. Fair. I know the guy who's in charge of doing it. Does he have anything to do with secret panel of judges? No, no, no. Different oh? guy. Uh, yeah. Okay. You say so. Uh, um, yeah, also on background for everybody. Um, in 1986, Tony Danza married oh, Tracy Robinson. The couple separated in 2006 and filed for divorce. On March tenth, two thousand eleven, the divorce was finalized. February sixth, twenty thirteen, they have two daughters. Rob, hmm? why did you do that?
0: He it's could have followed suit, but you did choose Halloween as our movie. So, but I'll I'll pay
1: for that in due time. It's your birthday. I was there. I, I thought I was helping.
4: You have seen? I just got a dance. You've seen that. Greg did it. You've seen that, that. That just happened. Huge clown
1: penis. Listen, I was going to do two or three extra ones for your birthday, Oh, but I'm running out, so mm-hmm. I don't want to have to learn a lot about Ralph Macchio.
4: Okay, you're running out. All right. First of all, I think I've heard that one before. I just want to throw that out there. That sounds I, I
1: mean. am. I said it last week, but I'm getting closer and closer running out unless people can help out with these. Wait, is that the same one you told me last week? No, it's a oh. different one.
4: Oh, well, no, I've heard that fact before is what I'm saying, I think.
1: No, last week I talked about his first wife. That was his second wife. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe that's what it was. And
4: by the way, I'm sitting in Alley stream the other day. Kat, he just gave me a danza in the middle of her fucking stream. I don't recall that.
0: That's irresponsible danza usage. If you're running out, you've really got to ration them. Yeah, maybe that's
1: why you're running out. You don't stop now. <laughs> I feel like there, there is a case that could be made for that cat, but I also feel like it's irresponsible of Mikey to be someplace when he knows I'm there and not expect to get a danza. It's like he doesn't learn.
4: So you're going to just do it on site now? Like, what the hell are you are going to follow <laughs> me with? That's harassment, Rob, all right?
0: I imagine Mikey walking down the street one day and just happens to pass Rob and Rob pulls out a book of Tony Danza fun facts.
4: <laughs> yeah, like Rob just walks up to me shoulder to shoulder
1: on the street. By the way, hey, Tony Danza? Goddamn, man. Why don't I get any, rec- any credit for the restraint that I've shown? I have not once texted you a Tony Danza fun fact. Holy That's shit. Impressive. All right, well, I'm going to have to block your number. And don't think I haven't thought about it. <laughs> Have you really? Motherfucker. Wait, like, throughout your
4: day, you're just saying, oh, I should text Mike and send him a Tony. De- What's wrong with you? It pops into my mind every once in a while. How many times do you think about doing that, Rob, you think? It, I'm, I'm not
1: going to lie. I've got a bit of a sickness. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Why? Your sickness is torturing me. This is crap.
0: Mikey, he, he thinks about you during his day. It's nice.
4: He sure does.
2: <laughs> sure does dirty bastard all right um let's take a quick break then and we'll get into movie stuff
4: <sighs> i hate you i really do i'm going to the mental unwind is real your <laughs> bullshit <laughs> all right um anybody got a pp or anything no, I just did. I'm good. Okay. In your pants, right there? <laughs> no, no. That I did
0: kind of make it sound like you just did <laughs> when I went to
4: refill my drink. Uh huh. Sure. I guess I should have clarified. <laughs> you got you a battle. Bu- Do you know there's a thing called a battle bucket?
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: You heard of that? Cat? Have you heard of the battle bucket? No. It's for it's for gamers where they have a chair, a seat.
0: Yeah, I will say. You said the words battle bucket, and I just had an image of like World of Warcraft players.
4: Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. It's a hole in a chair with a bucket underneath, and they got a hose Ooh. coming <laughs> up so you can either or. Oh. Kind of a beautiful th- We should make Slice or radio battle buckets. All right. In 2007, a guy named I Bobby.
0: really thought you were going to drop a joy dance of
2: bump that. You see, <laughs> it sounded like it, didn't it?
0: It not it? Son of a bitch, man. There's a voice. There's a Tony downs voice.
1: I've got one from 2008 if you want that. <laughs> no. got them filed by year, you <laughs> fucking lunatic.
4: Alright, Uh in 2007, a guy named Rob Zombie decided to make a Halloween movie. And he did it. Wow. And then made another one. But we're talking about just the 2007 movie here. I'm sure we'll get into a lot of different shit about the franchise. Uh, this is my birthday pick. I don't think I need to say any more.
0: Um, I would like you to say a little bit more, actually. Why is this your birthday pick?
4: We all know why, why is this did you fucking choose birthday this? pick. Why? What do you mean, Rob? I, I don't understand. Are you insinuating mm-hmm. things? Mm-hmm. I mean, look. It's a big movie. It's a very talked about movie. It's It's infamous. And I feel like God. Damn, every time I start talking about this movie, I think about other stuff. Like on the opposing argument, it's a polarizing film, and I feel I felt it would be interesting to talk about. I really felt that Rob needed another rewatch on this bad boy, and here we are. Here we are talking about Halloween. So, does anyone, do you guys, want to give an
1: opening thought on this thing? Uh, yeah, this movie sucks. That's it. Yep, that's slash radio, guys. Talk to you next week. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, my opening thought is that this is at the bottom of the Halloween movies that I will gladly rewatch. Uh, but I will gladly rewatch it, so it it could be worse.
2: All
4: right, Rob. Uh, is your <laughs> your riveting thought on this movie? Is it the movie? Are you talking about the movie itself? Or are you grading it like, oh, this is also like as a Halloween movie?
1: I'm talking about as a movie itself, it sucks. And as a Halloween movie, it really sucks.
4: <laughs> okay. I'm glad you expounded so so yeah, detailed. There you go. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Sorry,
1: I didn't realize you needed that much explanation.
0: Um, I might have read Rob's review of this while I was searching today, because there was one that said that almost verbatim. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like... so here's here's the thing. This is a movie that when I go a long time without seeing it. I will it will come up or I'll see a thing and I'll think, you know, it's not that bad, whatever. And then I watch it and I'm like, "Oh, this is really fucking terrible." See, I'm on I'm on a weird spot with it because
4: I feel like as a Halloween movie, it's bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But if you and I've said it a bunch of times before, if Rob Zombie made this same exact movie mm-hmm. and with different character names, and it wasn't Halloween. It didn't have the title of Halloween
1: with mm-hmm. a different mask. He would have his own franchise. I think it's that good. But he didn't. He, he did. didn't. It is called Halloween. The killer is Michael Myers. The final girl is Lori Strode. And I think you're still wrong because I think it's a terrible movie. <laughs> all, all the way around.
0: I have one fatal flaw. With this movie, there's like one thing that I can't quite get over with this one. That aside, which we'll get into that later, like my biggest problem with the writing of this film, if you put a pin in that, which and other franchises have bigger flaws in the grand scheme of things, I I agree with you. I think if this had not been a Halloween remake, it would have been much better. I think it would be really good. I think it's entertaining. I think they do a lot of the scares really well. I think there's enough difference here that it easily could have not been Michael Myers. Like, it, if you had changed all the names, there's not a lot to make me suspect that this is a Michael Myers film. Um, I, I think it could have been done. I kind of wish it had been done because I think people would be a lot kinder to this movie. And I agree with you. I think it could have been a franchise. As a Halloween remake, it mm-hmm. does suffer.
1: Yeah. So let me ask you guys this: It's such a great movie on its own right. What's your favorite scene? Is it the wholesome family breakfast where everybody yells at one another, or is it the uh, the one where the girl, the poor mental mentally disabled woman, gets raped? Like, what what is? (laughs) I I don't see any. There's nothing good in this movie. The characters all suck. The dialogue all sucks.
0: So I'll I'm gonna just go ahead and say right now, my biggest problem with this movie. My my flaw that I have a really tough time getting past is that I would have liked to see it the dialogue shift strengthen in between the redneck breakfast that we see that Michael has taken away from to Lori's attitude. Lori's dialogue drives me up the fucking wall in this movie because it's like, look, she got away from this. She's better. But then she's not like she still talks like she's in redneck land. Um, yeah, the the very first time crazy. we
1: meet Laurie, she's at breakfast with her family, finger in a bagel joke.
0: Yeah, um, that's my biggest problem with the movie because I think, honestly, that was really that dichotomy between like this is the kind of upbringing that can drive someone to madness, and like here's where he goes trying to get his sister, whatever. Like, I think that dichotomy could have been really interesting. That's what I would have wanted to see more of, um not only from this film specifically, just from a writing standpoint, but like in a franchise, I would have loved to see redneck killer killing non rednecks like in different environments that has a lot of entertainment value for me um and just as things that worked for me in the franchise, I really liked the obsession with masks. I like that he makes his own masks. I like mm-hmm. the time in the institution I, and phenomenal soundtrack I, oh, yeah. I love the soundtrack for this uh, it, you know which i it's not like a ton you know it's not like oh pick it up for 12 more installations but that's a solid enough premise of a killer and a good enough film point that I would watch a second one no questions asked you know
1: the only one that I agree with you on is the soundtrack I think the soundtrack is great for this movie I yeah, have the soundtrack on vinyl um, And it's it looks good. good. It's shot well. It's shot well. Like, technically speaking, it's well done. Um, Rob Zombie's movies are always technically well done.
4: Yeah, they always look great.
1: It's just what he decides to shoot that's a fucking problem.
4: Well, let, let me tie back to what you were saying about the breakfast thing, because that's the opening, pretty much, of the movie. Man.
0: Wait, hold on. For clarification, uh, Laurie's breakfast with the adopted family, no, or the, the, the redneck full? Okay. Yeah. Just checking. (laughs) Little baby
4: Myers. Man, seeing obviously it's not great to watch because you know it's it's so dark when you think about it. Like that that's how that those kids live, man, every day. And you see like the the type of character like the stepdad is and the mom. And it's like you can see the damage it's doing and it can do. Like you can see a kid losing their fucking mind coming up like that. And again, it's not great to watch because it's uncomfortable, but Rob Zombie was able to achieve like that that scene was un- like that whole thing was uncomfortable.
1: It was. And- but it creates the same problem that Devil's Reject creates. Now I'm watching a movie where I am led to sympathize with the man who's eventually going to become a psychopath and kill all these people, who then I'm supposed to root against. It's the reverse of The Devil's Reject. Which, at the end of the movie, he decides I'm supposed to sympathize with these fucking assholes. Now he's created a situation where I can sympathize with Michael Myers because I know how he grew up. And I've seen what he's been through. And I don't feel bad. Like, when he kills that fucking stepdad, it's like, awesome. Fuck that guy. But now I'm on Michael's side. I should not be on Michael Myers' side.
0: See, I think... And this is where... I think seeing the uh, expanding the like um, nurture versus nature thing and letting Laurie be like a regular, well spoken, mature person would have really helped this because I I think it's kind of an interesting premise if you can see initially where Michael Myers is coming from and then that violence turns into something like dark and he has a tough time after breaking out of the institution like i on paper i don't think it's a bad idea um i don't think it is at all i think it's just the fact that everything else like even even in the nice houses and like at the better school district and in a different town there's still that level of rob zombiness to this film that kind of works against the storytelling
4: i feel like it it it, you can look at it from two parts because at that point in the movie, you kind of are supposed to sympathize with that kid. Cause he didn't do anything fucked up yet. The problem is it's a title like Halloween and we know he's going to do some fucked up shit, but it, it, I, I feel like it's more of an understanding because you know where it's going to go. It's Michael Myers. It's not a new story, but it's showing you how you got there, how he got to that point, what made him get to that point. And uh I guess I'll talk about it later. I, I do see what I see what Rob's saying for the sympathy thing in a different spot. And that that's way later on in the movie. But I man, I I thought I thought it was great
1: that they had that in there, man. It all it does is show me that that Rob Zombie doesn't understand the character of Michael Myers just as, as much as he doesn't understand the character of Laurie Strode.
0: I will say, though, Rob, uh, and again, this cycles back around to the like, what if it hadn't been a remake? What if it had been an original movie? Which obviously it wasn't. But one thing that I do think would work as an original story like this, it's one thing when we see, when we know that it's Michael Myers and we're going to end up not rooting for him. I would love to see this movie like almost virtually redone where we do, where they lean into that more, where we root for him the whole time. Because we see that sometimes with, like, antiheroes and revenge movies, but I would love to see it just, like, a kid in a bad home, in, like, a Rob Zombie redneck-style home, kills a stepdad because he's crazy, and then he just keeps killing people that he thinks deserve it, and we just never, like, I think it would be an interesting moral thing if we just kept rooting for him. Because also, uh, when he's in the institution and the uh, woman is being attacked, He does have, and again, they don't lean into it enough, but he does also have that kind of anti-hero moment there where you're kind of, you're rooting for him to kill those guys too. And it's like, I think a whole movie of that would have been really interesting. Um, This one obviously doesn't continue it.
1: In that instance, you're rooting for him to kill those guys because they're terrible guys. He does not kill those guys because of what they're doing to that woman. He kills those guys because they touch his shit. They touch his masks.
0: No, I agree. But I I do think that like, I think it would be interesting if we didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, if he had kept, if there was a circumstance like that for every death for an entire movie, I think that would mm-hmm. be really cool. Um,
1: what, all I've heard so far is, you know what would be a really good movie? If it wasn't <laughs> the fucking movie that it is.
0: That's also how I feel about Halloween Ends, though.
1: <laughs> so... You know, it's like, if it wasn't the movie that it is, it would be really good. But it it is what it is, and it's not good.
0: (laughs) But that's how I feel about Halloween Ends too, where it it gave me a lot of really interesting premises, but it wasn't any of those things, you know? Uh, Which is, honestly, it's why they're right next to each other in my rankings, because I I can appreciate the areas that Rob Zombie's Halloween had to explore, while also acknowledging that they were not explored well.
4: That's my thing with Ends too, Rob. Now, Now, we mentioned it earlier, what say you to that? Because they did something different here. He told his own story.
0: They did do something
4: which, different here. Honestly, this might piss you off, but I respect what Rob Zombie did way more than I respect what they did in Halloween Ends because Rob Zombie came out and said, look, this is a remake. This isn't a continuation. It's not a prequel or sequel or, or, or a requel rather. It is my story of Michael Myers. Nothing to do with the original. 2018 Kills and Ends is a continuation of John Carpenter's Halloween. And right, I don't but, like how they continued that story. At least Rob Zombie did his own I, thing. I
1: think that Ends is far more interesting than what we get here. Because all we get here is the stuff, that is gaps filled in that were left for a reason in 1978. We weren't given this all backstory bullshit information about Michael Myers in 1978. Because it's scarier if we don't fucking know it. That's a fair point. In Inns, they're exploring, I, I think I said once about, um, maybe it was Kills. I, I think I, I when we talked about Kills, I called it, um, it was a movie where we finally got to see Haddonfield story. What I yeah. didn't realize was, a year later, or well, two years later because of the pandemic or whatever the fuck it was, we ended up actually getting Haddonfield's story in yeah, Halloween yeah. Ends, and that is far more interesting to me than anything that Rob Zombie fucking leeches out of the trailer park. Because it fundamentally changes the character of Michael Myers, is what he's done. He is take- Michael yeah, Myers yeah. grew up in a middle-class, regular fucking home in the suburbs in Haddonfield, Illinois. And that's what makes it so scary. There's no reason for it. Now he's given us all this backstory, and we now we have all this reason for it. And he's just another fucking white trash fucking guy who snapped.
4: Yes, but and I, I always I, I say that it's my argument with Blair Witch all the time. Like I, I I really like how they don't give you something and let your imagination work with it. You are right about that. It's a hundred percent right that the for that character of 1978's Michael Myers. That character makes perfect sense with the crumbs up in a regular household, no fucked up shit, perfect. But he gave, what he did in this, and I'm not saying it's better, but what he gave you and what happened was he made his own Michael Myers. And you know what, man? As much as I do prefer Michael Myers, original Michael Myers, man, this motherfucker was deadly. And he was just, he was this big motherfucker who is going to be as brutal as possible. And he was a monster. And they, I, I don't know, man. I th-
1: I he think- somehow is more. Uh, he is less interesting to me than the Michael Myers that we get in the other films that yeah. we don't know anything about. That that that's very fair. That's very fair. But he's more. He's more brutal. And again, that was I say right, but the- that was never Michael's thing. Michael's not that guy. He's not Jason. But he's not that brutal guy. He fucking stalked you. It's a cat and mouse game with Michael Myers. That's what's always made him so scary and so interesting. And I agree with you. You don't see. Here's the thing. You don't get to have it both ways. In my opinion, you don't get to say, oh, this is my version of Michael Myers. This is my movie, my own creation. And then throw the Halloween name on it to get the box office and everything else and all the attention that it gets and then say, well, you can't compare it to what the original was. Fuck that. If you call it Halloween, and you call the killer Michael Myers, and you call the final girl Lori Strode, I'm going to compare it to 1978, and you better give me something fucking good.
0: Hang on, I because I just want to throw this in here. I actually really... It, I wish that we lived in a world where we didn't have as many remakes, uh, where where we just all pulled Aronofsky's and were like, hey, I'm stealing this for my own story, <laughs> you know, I'm stealing the one element that works, and I'm calling it something different, and we can all live with it. Like, that would be great. But in a world where studios will really only put real money behind remakes, I actually have a weird respect for Rob Zombie and the way he approached Halloween. Where he cause he that was pretty much his attitude going in uh, to the remake. It was like, I have this story uh that that I'm <laughs> I'm stealing the Halloween name and stuff, but I'm not going to do that because that's already been done. Like he acknowledged that that was uh, like it was peak Halloween. They'd already done it. He did something else. And I, you know. If that's how you have to get a movie made, I, I respect that approach to it. That, you know what I it, mean? It,
1: that's fine. And I, I do, too. I always say this. A, a remake has to be like a cover song to me. The yeah. best cover songs aren't the ones that are done note for note. They're not, no. uh, you know, fucking they're not psycho 98 or whatever fucking year that piece of shit came out where the ah. shot for shot. <laughs> it's it has to be something different. It has to you have to put your own spin on it. I get that. But in my Um, opinion, you never, ever get to tell me I cannot compare it to the original. Because everyone's going to compare it to the original.
4: Fuck, I should have picked Psycho remake. (laughs) Damn. All right, next year.
0: We would have bullied you.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Look, Rob, you're right. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to argue with a word you say. Because you're right. I can't argue with it. I agree with you. But he did his own thing, man. And and this and this understanding came from and, and as you know, me and Barbie, me Barbie, fucking movie. <laughs> me and Bobby would argue about this constantly. We had a whole Halloween showdown about it, where we argued the original and, and the Rob Zombie. And Bobby thought the, the Rob Zombie movie was better than the original.
1: Bobby was dropped on his head a lot as a small child. I can't hope that.
4: I think it was more he <laughs> ran into stuff. Don't bother. <laughs> Whatever he, it might <laughs> be. <laughs> yeah, he was at first. Uh, but no, and I'm not gonna agree with, but I you know, hearing him talk about it as often as he did, man, he he bring he brought up some good points. Rob zombie did he had he is not recreating Halloween as we know it. He's making it's Rob Zombies Halloween. That's the name of it, and you know what, man? I'm glad he did it.
0: I think the cover song is a really good comparison, because it's like, I, the best cover songs are the ones, uh, like, let's talk about Johnny Cash's Hurt for a second, right? Hmm. One of the best cover songs Great of cover. all time. It takes, uh, like, the lyrics and the emotion of an industrial metal song and it turned it into something that still has that emotion, those great words mm. for people that don't like Nine Inch Nails, like because it's a different kind of music. And I think that's great. In a way, I really do feel like that's what Rob Zombie did. He took the Michael Myers character and he mm. made him for something that likes a different brand of horror movie. Like mm. this is that redneck, twisted, <laughs> backwoods style Michael Myers, which I. I'm never going to be the person to argue that that's better than Mm -hmm. the slow, suspenseful Halloween, but it is for people that like that kind of movie better, you know?
1: But, okay, so... So it's effective, uh, I think. Different doesn't always equal good.
0: No. Well, you're right. And, yes, Johnny Cash
1: (laughs) took Hurt by Nine Inch Nails and stripped it down and it kept all the emotion and everything that was there because Johnny Cash was one of the greatest singers ever. Rob Zombie yeah. is not one of the greatest filmmakers ever. <laughs> not by a long fucking shot. And he missed the mark here because he stripped everything away from these characters and gave us shit back. I don't think this he is gave a, a polka shit. cover of Nine Inch Nails Hurt.
0: <laughs> I'd listen to a polka cover of Nine no, Inch Nails I mean, Nails this hurt, is you're comparing
1: all. Johnny Cash's nine inch hurt to like a fucking bar band playing it. It's not the same. Well, uh, but I do agree with you on that because I played, you know, on Killer Bees. Remember, I played that cover of uh, Gin and Juice that one time. God damn it, Rob! I was the only one to bring a hip hop song that time. Who you weren't? Uh, God damn
4: you! I I can't disagree with anything you're saying, man. It it's but he was he didn't attempt that. Like he didn't even try. And I'll, you know what? I'll say this though, and it 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 kind of pisses me off a little bit. Because you know, you get the the young Myers stuff, which I love too, by the way, that was great. But he gave you all of that, and it got he got it out of the way. And that scene where the the girls were walking home from school, dude, that looked like Halloween seventy eight
0: I think that's the thing. He didn't bring the emotion, oh yeah, from Halloween, but he brought that visual element. He brought the stocking. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he did bring a lot of, you know, and he explained it a lot, which was a choice that was made, but he he brought a lot of the things that were most unsettling about Michael Myers, uh, in a way that was more straightforward, which I, I think is very on brand, both for Rob Zombie and that kind of slasher film, you know?
1: I don't remember if I had this in the in the fun facts about this movie or not Mikey but part of the reason that looks like Halloween 1978 when they're walking down the street was filmed in the same location.
4: Yeah, but the angles he used from across the street and it just it, it the cemetery scene as well. That was right after the when the girls were walking home. It just it had that that shine to it where it looked like Halloween 78. And he had, you know, the few shots of Meyer staring at him. And the problem is those felt thrown in there because they had to be in there at that point because everything else was so different.
0: And I just want to throw that in there as well in in terms of like having to throw stuff in there because since then, uh, there have been a lot of remakes where they just, where they're like, oh, we're doing our own thing. They've kind of used that approach and then they've not paid any kind of respect uh, to the original whatsoever, uh, I I know I complain about it all the time, but Black Christmas 2019, I think, is a really good example of this, where it was just like, oh, I'm doing my own thing. Uh, but it's a creepy cult, and I'm not going to have any shots or illusions or homages or Nothing. anything to Black Christmas, whereas like Rob Zombie, even though he did, we, we've been talking so much about him doing this as his own story and stuff but those I I like those shots those are some of my favorite shots in the movie are the ones where he does remember that this is at its heart supposed to be you know
4: I wish he did it more yeah no it it needed to be in there absolutely but he didn't balance it it's that it was the beginning with the kid that and then Michael Myers the way he was the rest of the movie which was nothing you know so it was a weird balance. I wish maybe he the ba- the bounce ba- if the balance was better, it would come across better. But that, that I'm just saying he was able to achieve that. Like he did it.
0: It has its moments. Like you it can does. tell, you can tell that he was trying to.
4: Yeah, and he achieved it. Small spots, sure. Honestly, that's really the only time it felt that way. I mean, maybe they they, they recreated the whole Bob thing with the ghost. That was nice that it was in there. He he tried, Rob. I mean, he... Again, he did his own thing, but at least, like Kat said, he respected it enough to put it in there. And he did it well when he did do that. Will you give him that, at least?
1: No. What? <laughs> really? Don't be under the illusion that I have to give anything to this movie. Come on. This movie didn't earn anything. It earned that? No, it didn't. I, I didn't like... I didn't like any of the, because... Again, he, he does the Bob thing, which is fine, but for some reason he moves it from the Wallace house to the Myers house. So once again, instead of being in a normal suburban household setting, we're now in this decrepit, rundown, rat-infested fucking building where all this is happening. It's, it, he can't get out of his own fucking way sometimes. He just has to cover everything in a layer of dirt and grime constantly, and it's fucking annoying.
0: It it is really annoying. Um, and I this is going to be I because I just have a really tough time with this. Um, it, the dichotomy I talked about how interesting it would be to see that dichotomy of like how Michael Myers grew up and how his formative years were spent in an abusive household with the shitty stepdad and everything. Ah, uh, but. Then see how Laurie grew up being adopted and, you know, that life that was better for her, seeing Michael try to drag her back. Like, it could have been really interesting. Uh, But also, even in lack of that, right? Like, even (laughs) the fact that they—Laurie's friends at school are like, oh, you're such a saint and, like, you never do anything bad and stuff— Works against itself so hard with the way that Lori acts on screen, like in the way that she's portrayed. You know, we're supposed to think that she's good because she doesn't like lying and has never had a boyfriend, but she will just start her day with the fucking bagel thing. Like that paints such a starkly different picture of Lori than the impression that we're supposed to have of her. And that I think is uh just all the way around one of the biggest missteps of the movie, you know, and it, it's the same way it. It, it's like Rob said, there's that layer of dirt and grime that has to be over everything. And I think that's really apparent in the in the dialogue where it's yeah. just like he, he doesn't know how to do a normal suburban conversation or look or there was nothing to compare it to because the whole world is like that through Rob Zombie's eyes.
1: Yeah, Mikey, I mean, come on. The man had Lori Strode finger banging a, bang- a bagel at dinner or at breakfast, rather. I mean, come on.
4: I don't, I didn't see that as that big of a deal. I mean, she, she's a high school kid with a shitty sense of humor.
1: It's the
0: most obvious example.
1: And one high school kid in, in 2007 walks down the street and says, uh, Hey, why don't we flash him some snatch or whatever that girl's what the fuck."
4: <laughs> I mean that I, it didn't bother me. Like they're, they're high school kids. Like I, I, I was in high school. I said a lot of dumb shit. All my friends said a lot of dumb shit. I, I don't, you know, it didn't. It it wasn't that bad of a like that I didn't think of the bagel thing.
1: You're defending this movie, saying dumb shit hasn't ended.
0: Oh, I'm just saying it doesn't that. it doesn't it bother you at all? Just that they're like this kind of vulgarity is the way that Michael Myers is the way that he is, but then that kind of vulgarity is like everywhere. Like that didn't I don't think it was lessen ever- that message for you.
4: <laughs> I I would never, ever compare the breakfast scene at the beginning of this movie to Laurie Strode
0: fingering a bagel. I, so I wouldn't compare them in terms of, like, discomfort to be at for a full meal, but I would definitely look at the bagel scene w- with Laurie and be like, oh, well, it fucking makes sense. <laughs> look at how, look at her relatives, you know, like there's a comparison to be made there.
4: I I mean I didn't see it. I I mean, and she was like the shyer one of her friends, and I mean, I no, they told
0: us she was the shyer one of her friends. We don't get to see that.
4: Yeah, when they were walking home, and the one girl's talking crazy, she's telling her to stop. Yeah, I mean, she didn't. You know, she was playing with the kid while she was babysitting. Like I, I didn't see anything out of the ordinary of her. That was not Laurie Strode in this movie. No, no, the uh, wait, 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 wait. So what? that wasn't Laurie? The one in the middle walking home?
1: None of it. None of it was Laurie Strode in this movie. I'm saying oh, Rob from original from fundamentally origin. I was, I was does just, not understand Laurie Strode. I was going to say, how much this shit did I put in there? Fucking vodka. He doesn't
0: know his own Laurie Strode either, because like, I, and that's one of the biggest, like, I the bagel scene that we keep talking about is because it's just the most obvious example of it, but she's very foul-mouthed. She's very, like, defensive she's kind of shallow um there are just there are so many things about lori strode where it's like it, they're telling us instead of showing us which is like a big 101 don't fuck this up in screenwriting lesson we need to see who the character is and we have a bunch of people come up and tell us oh lori you know you're such a fucking uh dipshit wet blanket or whatever, that, whatever nonsense they say in rob zombie dialogue but it's like they can tell us that she's no fun and that she's more like respectable or whatever than her friends. But until we see that it's not true for us as the audience, like there was a huge dissonance between the way that they were trying to describe her and and what we see on screen.
4: I didn't see anything. I, I just don't see that. I I never even thought of that. Like it just, she was just a regular high school girl in 2007 to me. I, I didn't think anything of it. Like, I I, I went to, in 2007. I was going to high school with girls like her. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it didn't seem out of the ordinary to me. I, and she didn't do it. Like, she, like I said, she
1: was. But, like, but that's the thing, though. You may have been going to high school with girls like that. But that is not the girl that we are told that she is. Yeah,
0: that's because that's you also went respectable... to high school with girls
1: who were, quote unquote, good girls and straight A students and shit. And that's what we're constantly being told Lori is.
4: But what did she do throughout, other than a bagel scene and a few purses? Like, what did she do? Like she wasn't with a dude or anything or like she didn't do anything. She was with her parents putting up Halloween decorations.
0: ok. but like I it's i it's frustrating because it is so easy to point to the bagel scene the good girls that I knew that went to my school would never talk that way in front of their parents, like slipping, you know, dropping a few F-bombs or whatever in class or with your friends, especially like walking home into school. That's, that's different, but like actively antagonizing your mother and also just like the crudeness of a molestation joke generally, you know? And, and it's also, it's a lack of sympathy for other people like she doesn't have that empathetic nature a- and you know it's not it's not the most egregious thing in the world to make an off color joke i agree but there's nothing that she does that balances that out to show us that she's a good person and she's not like we can see that the kids are enjoying themselves you know with her it's not you know cuz she's like a fun cool babysitter or whatever but we never get to see her like she doesn't have that maternal instinct that we see Laurie Strode have in the original, you know, which bal- which would balance out a lot of the damage. If we see her doing, like, better deeds throughout this, I I think it would have helped. But just based off of what we see of her, she doesn't fit that archetype.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's talking about that guy from the hardware store like he's Freddy Krueger or something. Yeah, Yeah, stuff like that. Like, she was, you know, and timid and you
2: stop
4: <laughs> yeah i i just took from it like you know the scene of her sitting on the porch with her parents talking like that's a super fucking white thing to do <laughs> you know like i don't know shit like that like i never seen it it doesn't that didn't come off to me but no i i'm not gonna say i i'm not gonna say she was uh the original lori strode or anything you know she was far from that but that movie came out in 1978 this came out in 2007 mm-hmm. you know so yeah she wasn't as uh, bland, I guess the character's supposed
1: to be. Lori wasn't as bland in the original, by the way, as everybody always talks about her being. Well, th- I
4: mean, you know what I mean? Like, a, uh, a, a goody... yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like that goody, you know, whatever, yeah, that's yeah, she was smoking pot in the mm-hmm. fucking, yeah, you know, I i don't know, I i just never seen that.
0: I don't know. It's just, here's the thing is that like the original Lori stroke and they can be two different people and they can be adjusted to their era, but like in '78. Lori Strode, as we see her on screen, I would trust with my children. 2007, Lori Strode, in her time, I'm in 2007. I do not trust her with my children. Like there's a there's a vibe difference that is substantial.
1: To me, I I think the best way to to sort of describe it is it's almost like a maturity thing. Like Lori in 1978 feels very mature for her age. Yes, this Lori does not.
4: No, she doesn't. No, she seems
1: like a regular run of the mill.
0: Or even maybe a little bit younger, like a 12 year old.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But we're constantly, she's constantly being talked about as if she is this on the ball, mature person that we don't see.
0: And that's the thing. If, like, okay, so 2007, let's say for the sake of argument, this is, I I also feel like Haddonfield was supposed to be kind of like a, a more upstanding town anyway. But like, let's just say, for the sake of argument, this is what everyone is like in Haddonfield, 2007 era. Like, they nailed it 100%. I'm fine that this is Lori Strode. Like, that doesn't bother me. Um, Because that it's fine to let high school girls in movies be typical high school girls. My issue is that they keep telling us that she's not a typical high school girl, but then they show her being that, like... If they had, if that had not been a part of her character, it wouldn't have bothered me. You know,
1: there's one character in this movie that I really do like that what Rob Zombie did with him. I think that the Rob, uh, I, I think this, uh, Doctor Loomis is mm-hmm. infinitely more interesting than the one that we get in John Carpenter's film. He's much I more love...
0: involved. Yeah this dr loomis yeah and
1: i also know that going into halloween 2 he becomes much more interesting um but i i think that even in this film just looking at the 2007 film i just think that i love the arc that he he sends dr loomis on the character development i think is done is handled really well and i i just think it's it's really interesting what he did with it with the character
0: i absolutely agree and the performance i it's you can't do like a side by side of these two performances because the arcs are very different already. But I do think that for the story that they're telling for Doctor Loomis, the performance is absolutely perfect.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Malcolm McDowell. Um,
0: best casting in the whole movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's. I, I think he's terrific. And and I do really like the way that the, the the character goes. I like where the character diverges from what we got in the original film. But I I think it goes along. One, I think the path that the character takes is is realistic enough for me to go along on that journey with. Yeah. I just I I find that what he did with Dr. Loomis to be really, really interesting. The fact that he wrote a book and everything, and he's he gives up on Michael at one point. I mean, in the original movie, he does too, sort of, but he's he's always kind of there to keep an eye on Michael. And this Dr. Loomis sort of throws his hands up and says, I'm done. I
0: can't do this. Which I do think is more realistic and and i think it makes it especially because then we see how dr loomis still kind of even once he's given up he's still kind of making a name for himself off of this case and it makes it 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 leaves that little bit of uncertainty when he shows back up as to like what his intentions really are you know without overstepping it you know because i think it would have been really easy for rob zombie specifically to make Dr. Loomis another person in Michael's life who is terrible and shitty and abusive to him and mm-hmm. I they landed on a really subtle note for him which I really appreciated.
1: Yeah. I think I think he do, he does well and I like the character that Danny Trejo plays too. Danny Trejo yeah. is
0: also really good in this. Um
1: yeah, the guy who's who's trying to, and every time I every time he would come on screen I'd be like, "Oh man, those tacos were so good." <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I I like that. I like that the character that he plays. And a lot of people didn't like this, but I love the fact that Michael kills him anyway.
0: Yes, that is. uh, So I talked about how I think an interesting alternative to this would have been for Michael to, like, for us to root for him the whole time. I think one of the instances where it works really well is that transition where we see someone who is as close as Michael has to a friend just get caught in the crossfire immediately you know where it's like okay this is this is the evil this is the whole blackness behind the eyes kind of michael myers that we've been expecting like Mm -hmm. it it was a good subversion of what we expected
1: although um it does beg a question the people who swear that Stu is still alive and scream do they think that danny trejo's character still alive in this movie too
4: yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. seriously i assume yeah (laughs) And and think about this too. That's another part. Danny Trejo was great. He always is. Man, D Wallace is a fucking goddess. Like, isn't she? Yes. D Wallace am, is,
1: is really good. She's a very small role in this movie. Yeah. Um you know, and I I didn't really like seeing her get killed. Um I mean, it was just one it was is just really unpleasant, sad but <laughs> D Wallace you know, get killed. Yeah. Not not fun.
4: But she did a great job. She always does. And I don't know what it might be her her level of comfort in a movie or as an actor is like it's just I don't know she's just perfect she's a perfect actress like it, she just seems so natural everything she does seems natural and always mm-hmm. does like she is just if if someone was if a if anyone who is interested in acting look at D Wallace
1: look I, this entire cast I have no complaints about the casting I mean I yeah. think everybody's good I. Danielle Harris is it's is great. I Sid like Scott Haig. Taylor Com- Compton as an actress. I think she's really good. I unfortunately this is probably the thing she's most noted for, which is uh, unfortunate for her.
0: I will say I don't know if it's the script. I did not like her performance, um, mm-hmm. which is not to say I don't think she's. I'm sure she's a very talented actress. I can't actually think of anything else she's been in.
1: She's been in a lot of nothing movies since this, uh, straight to streaming stuff.
0: But I. I yeah, this was not. I did not believe this character from. Her. Right,
1: all right. Well, Brad Dwarf, I and I'm drunk. Dwarf is, is really good as Sheriff sure. yeah. Brackett. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton of talent in this cast, which makes this movie all the more frustrating because you have all this talent, and this is what you give them to do: just yeah. swear at each other and be assholes. Great.
4: I'm not mad at it, man. Bill Moseley was in this. Sid Haig was in it.
1: Or or that's the other thing though. You got all this talent and you give them literally nothing to do, like Sid Hay. Like he just gets a cameo. D. Wallace barely has a character in this movie. It's it's paper thin. She gives it something because she's so talented, but there's just not a lot there. And everybody else just gets the Rob Zombie treat.
4: Nah, yeah, I mean, it's true. It's true. But I mean, he he put together something,
1: man. We agree on that. He put together something. He put together something.
0: (laughs) Rob will admit this is a movie, unlike Skinner.
1: (laughs) This is a movie. There are characters who say things, yes.
4: There wasn't an an abundance of Legos either in this.
1: (laughs) It's not just (laughs) shots of random walls and ceilings.
4: Uh, I don't know, man. There's a couple scenes I wanted to mention real quick that I just think was great for one way or another. Uh, The scene with the mother shoot uh Sherry Moon Zombie, obviously, also in this. Uh, her shooting herself, dude. That was so fucking good. Cause then they you see her on the bed with the gun and it flashes to young Michael Myers, and then you hear the gun go off and the baby crying. Dude, he can set a f- Rob Zombie should get more credit for being a better movie maker, man. Cause, it's like, yeah, his range is it's- non-existent. Sure. Well done. Right. Like, he he can
1: make a fucking movie. I give him credit for that. Technically, he makes a great movie. Yeah, He can't write one to save his fucking life, though.
0: That's maybe That's what fair. we should see is more Rob Zombie directed films he didn't write.
1: Yeah. That's yeah.
0: fair. Yeah.
1: I don't disagree with that. I love that. Because he's also, he's very, I was going to save this for the end, uh, but uh, I'll just say it now. He's very good at what he does. It's just yeah. that what he does sucks. It doesn't. <laughs> su- it sucks when
4: it's thrown everywhere, like in a movie, like Halloween. You know, sure, but dude, like Devil's Rejects sucks. House I hate that thousand- movie. No, you're wrong. Devil's Rejects is loved, uh, but that House of a Thousand Corpses terrible movie. I wouldn't want anyone else to write those movies. I wouldn't want anybody to write them, but somebody did. <laughs> unfortunately, know. no. Uh, th- those were like those. Those were his. Like those were his babies. Mm-hmm. You know, something like Halloween. Uh, you know Salem's uh, all, all that stuff. Like, yeah, that that could have you definitely. That he could have used help with that in those areas for sure. But you yeah. know, it, it, I'm not saying it never works. It's just you know, like you're not gonna want to see a ton of movies like that.
1: He does do something in his movies that I hate, but I do think is interesting, and that is that he probably more than anyone else who makes horror films finds a way to find sympathy for his villain which is interesting
0: it's very interesting and that's what i would love to see next from rob zombie like it's too late I, halloween has been made uh halloween 2 has been made we didn't get that what i would love to see is a focus on that sympathy in a way that's still scary you know because i i there should be other people to root for, you know? Devil's Rejects is the closest, I think, but we don't have anyone to root for, you know? We just right. feel bad.
1: What <laughs> I hate about it is that he has sympathy for these characters, and he tries to, I don't know, manipulate or force me into feeling sympathy for them, too. Yeah, I, I don't I, want that.
0: <laughs> I See, <laughs> and I wouldn't even care if, like, I, because it, it, he does kind of fall into this trap where it's like, because he's trying to trick you into feeling bad for them also, he does this by making the characters that should be likable worse, so that it's just kind of a middle ground for everyone. I would I would love to see a more interesting contrast where not everything sucks, but we mm-hmm. still feel bad for the villain. Like Because I do think sympathy for the villain is something that's really hard to achieve, but Rob Zombie is good. He's good at it, you know. It's yeah. the thing that he does.
1: Well, I think he genuinely feels that for these characters that he's written. He does. Yeah, man. I think he does. And it comes through in the movies. That that does come through. And again, I don't know that I like it, but I do find it interesting because you don't really see it anyplace else. I mean, I even like a movie it. like um Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, right? Mm-hmm. There's no sympathy for Henry in that fucking movie. No. Um, so I, I think it's really interesting that he approaches his characters in that way
4: i like it man because you know what there's nothing wrong with because you never see it so why not do it like it makes perfect sense and there's nothing wrong with it man like obviously yeah michael myers is a fucked up person like for sure like he, he's not you're not supposed to feel bad but there's nothing wrong with showing the emotional side of that character and i think the best example is what i mentioned earlier it's when he finally gets Lori and he kidnaps her whatever he does, which, you know, was weird, but it, it, he he got her. He murdered her wherever he was bringing her, and he shows her the picture of him holding her as a baby, and she's just screaming at him to leave her alone. But you got to think about that, man. All that time, all those years he was in that a mental hospital, wherever it was, He's he's obviously thinking of her and only her. Like, he, she's been on his mind so strongly. And after he committed the first murders as a kid, he's holding her, and he's being nice to her. He loved that. Even in the breakfast scene, he was being nice to her. And she's just screaming at He's finally got her, man. That's all he wanted that whole time was to get his little sister back. And it's a sick and fucking twisted, sure. But it it happened, and she's just screaming at him to leave her alone. She doesn't understand, like, what the fuck's going on? and she doesn't care rightfully so that emotions there just because he's a bad guy doesn't mean there's not an emotion there and it it was cool to see that man like you could the dude's wearing a mask Tyler Maine's wearing a mask and you could see that emotion in his eyes that he was hurt by her doing that you know like that that was a dope ass fucking scene
1: man I, i'm not mad at it at all no i thought that was a dumb scene i don't like it that ending went on way too long, though, is way another too long. thing. Way too way long. Long. And it was confusing. She was fucking running through the walls in the house and shit. What the fuck?
4: That movie should have ended similar to the way the original Halloween did, where they she get I don't know why she went. Shit. This Laurie Strode Dumb. picked the worst fucking hiding spots ever. Her her answer <laughs> when Michael Myers broke into the house or was in the house, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, when he kidnapped her. Run up to the bathroom upstairs with a glass uh-huh. door and hide in a bathtub. It's not a fucking earthquake, man. It's Michael Myers. <laughs>
0: uh, if we had chosen Rob Zombie's Laurie Strode for the bracket, she would have <laughs> died to Jeremy oh, yeah. Melton. I believe that. <laughs> yeah.
4: And then at the end, she goes in a pool. Why? He can slide in anyway. Like You're literally surrounded with opportunity of this motherfucker to get you.
0: You're literally running into a hole in the ground.
4: <laughs> literally, she
0: picked a bathtub
4: twice, essentially. she Picked a bigger bathtub <laughs> at the end. But the movie, I felt, she, after Loomis shot him, I thought that was really good, too. It built perfectly, and they get out of the pool, Uh Laurie and, and Loomis, and the body's gone. End the fucking movie there.
0: That was the perfect ending spot yeah. for this movie.
1: No, but we had to go through it all again.
0: Yeah, yeah that was
4: unnecessary. Completely unnecessary.
1: I didn't like him taking my uh, Lori back to the Myers house. I didn't I didn't either. I didn't like any of that, you know. Whatever. Also, what the fuck are they giving the patients at Smith's Grove? They did they mix up his medication and shoot him up with steroids the whole time he was there?
4: Big motherfucker, huh?
1: Jesus Christ. A big boy. And the whole like the rape scene, entirely unnecessary. No, not needed. Not needed one goddamn bit that we had already seen. This character was an asshole. This character could have come back to fuck with him for whatever reason. Yes. Because he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. And th- he could have gotten killed. And we didn't need any of that. That's just yeah. more gratuitous Rob Zombie bullshit. See,
4: that was insanely gratuitous. Like, That's probably the best example of something not needed. The beginning of this movie that we talked about already, the whole breakfast scene at the beginning, that was fucked up, but it was it wasn't that fucked up. But still, it was fucked up. But there was a reason for it.
0: Yeah, I will say I 100% agree with you, Mikey, yeah. uh, in that regard, because I do see that criticism of this a lot where it's like and it's right. where people bring up the beginning of this movie as Rob Zombie being, you know, overindulgent and excessive and uh, just doing stuff for the sake of making redneck characters. Which, But I, I honestly believe that the beginning, more than anything else, was necessary To the story he was trying to tell, Mm -hmm. like you can like it or dislike it, but it was it it was needed for this. You know, I
1: do feel like it's too much. It didn't need to be that.
0: Well, I thought it was good. I think I it could have. I think if he had toned it down, he would have had to tone down everything else in the movie as well, because the movie being as grimy as it was, like Laurie and the high school and the especially at the hospital, everyone being as Mm -hmm. big of an assholes as they are going that above and beyond in the opening was the only way to make it stand
1: out (laughs) like yeah that's fine but you know what if everything else is toned down i'm fine with that we may have a better movie
0: i agree but uh you know if you take this movie like if you reverse engineered this film uh and you started with the last scene and you worked your way back and it's like okay now write a breakfast scene uh, that makes these guys really seem like assholes in comparison to everything else. Nailed it! <laughs> like,
1: I think part of the reason too the rape scene doesn't get brought up as much as the breakfast scene is. The breakfast scene's in every cut. The rapes the rape scene is not in the theatrical cut. It was added true. back Uh-oh, in yeah. for the director's cut.
0: I actually did not see it the first few times I saw this. I think yeah.
4: unnecessary. And I don't. You're using something that should, like Last House on the Left's a good example. It, I, I don't like it. I won't watch it. I can't watch it. I like. I that's one of the scenes. Like I just can't sit and watch. Yeah. Which you know is an attribute to what they were doing, sure. But it had a meaning. It, yes. it served a purpose. This was just there. Like Rob said, they, if you're gonna go and fuck with him, you could literally do it for nothing. They're they're on a <laughs> night shift, fucking with people.
1: Right. The guy's just a fucking asshole. He could just show up drunk, being a fucking asshole. Yes.
0: Yeah. Or he could just be doing his job. Michael Myers could remember the threat from earlier, you know. Right. Or yeah. a, another really interesting thing could have been like that. It could have hit the subversion harder of Danny Trejo's death because if he's being an asshole to Danny Trejo, and then and we think Danny Trejo and Michael are friends, uh, yeah. you know, and then. He comes in, Michael kills him, and you're like, oh shit, he remembers his friend. And then Danny Trejo comes along and Michael kills him too. And you're like, whoa. You know, like that would have been a really good surprising moment that would have had a shock value much more effective than the shock of, oh look, the woman is in danger. Mm -hmm. Like, you know? Yeah. I I agree. Very gratuitous and and unnecessary.
1: He wants to make his own version of Halloween and change things up. And one of the changes that he makes is he takes the stupidest plot point of Halloween 2 and moves it into Halloween 1. <laughs> and then, not only does he do that, but he makes it more convoluted with this whole backstory about Brackett taking the baby to another town, to an emergency room, and then, and it then it somehow it magically coincidentally... adopted and brought back to Haddonfield. Like It's so fucking convoluted and weird.
0: I will say, I'm of the unpopular opinion. I do really like the concept of michael and laurie being related I no 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 hear me out i i was fine when they dropped it in uh the halloween like that i'm glad that they struck it from the canon. but on paper i thought it was fine in halloween too, and i really liked that rob zombie explored that i do think he did it in a really dumb way because i like that familial connection Gave Michael Myers something to be invested in. It confirmed that he was coming back for Laurie. I think it was really interesting, but it, you're it was convoluted as fuck. Like, man, and then they didn't do anything with the. He had it set up to do the disparity of of upbringings, you know, whereas and he just he didn't because everyone's a redneck everywhere in Haddonfield, yeah. so it doesn't matter. But this I, movie on does paper, that to people. I think it works.
1: This movie does that to people. I'm drinking fucking Mountain Dew and tequila right now. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
4: that one last scene I wanted to bring up was uh, the scene where Michael Myers snaps in the as a kid in the mental hospital. Great man, like the sirens going off. You see everybody screaming at him, and all you hear is the siren. But you can't hear. And and that was genius. like he 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 made a great movie whether you <laughs> like what he did
0: Dude, okay we escalated there because I thought we were all I I thought Mikey I thought you and I were on the same page about this being a fine movie to watch uh, and then Rob was being a little bit harsh to it a great movie might yeah. be a stretch
4: look everything what he did with <laughs> Halloween Halloween stripped from this which I understand you can't do but I'm saying just as a movie what he put together yeah, it, it
0: was great it's a it bunch of redneck bullshit,
1: Mikey. It's not great.
0: I could get to good, maybe. It was. It was. It was good as not a Halloween film. I don't know if great. I don't know if we should be throwing that word around.
4: <laughs> one, one of the biggest crimes of the horror genre. One of is that he didn't just make his own fucking thing with this because we could have had some really cool shit. Uh, Still,
1: this day, maybe, probably a whole other franchise. I would want nothing to do with. Well, you don't want
0: nothing to do with Tar. I would your watch interview. the hell out of this before I sat down for another Conjuring movie.
4: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like for it, it's not. It's nothing like anything
1: else. But what about Insidious, Cat?
0: Ah, uh, neck and neck. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch Rob Zombie's Halloween franchise. Like if they were still making these today, I would probably go to that before I went to Insidious because all the Insidious movies really bleed together for me. I don't even know how many I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh Rob Zombie's I had, I had Halloween 2 is very different than Rob Zombie's Halloween. If everyone was that different, it would be a mystery bag. I would never know what I was walking into and honestly, I love it.
4: <laughs> that fucking horse in that second one, man. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Can't get over it. All right, do you guys want to get to facts and stuff and and reviews?
0: Yeah, sure. I'm good.
4: Rob, anything else you want to say? This sucks. All right, I'll I'll add to that.
0: Where are my balls? All
4: right, now you're done. (laughs) All right, Kat, what are the reviews looking like?
0: All right, starting with Rotten Tomatoes, this has a critic official tomato meter at twenty eight percent. It has an audience score of fifty nine percent. Wow. IMDb has this at a six out of ten, even six. So. Um, the, I, this is one, I had a lot of options for reviews. Um, I'm going to start with one. You guys can guess the score for this if you want, but I'm, I really pulled this one for a candy bar. We haven't had a candy bar in a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) and I think it's not going to be too difficult to get one here. This one opens quite well, dot, dot. I don't know what that means. Uh, (laughs) Reading the other views, it really makes me realize how many posers exist in the sad little world of ours. (laughs) As a- (laughs) hold on, sorry, (laughs) I might be a little bit too drunk to be reading this. As I begin with this pixelated comment slash review, please give us a moment of silence to mourn the loss of intelligence in this world. (laughs) If you are indeed a true fan- Uh, If you are indeed a true Halloween or even Friday the 13th fan, you may enjoy this film. It goes beyond regular slashing and screaming and blood and guts everywhere. It goes beyond stupidity. Rob Zombie obviously has not had the best of luck with the film industry, but this may be the film he needed to kickstart his directing career. Pleasantly mixing the slasher, horror, a bit of gore, and an in-depth look at Michael, I can appreciate this movie and am proud to say that I enjoyed it. Wow. Um, Halloween 2007 could and will never replace the original Halloween, but it is a wonderful, enjoyable remake. What I enjoyed most is it gives you a small, yet slightly disturbing glimpse into the mind of Michael. My thoughts? Exactly. I recommend if, only if, you are a true Halloween fan. If you dislike this movie, that is your choice, but do not insult something that is simply diff- different or more in-depth.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> that motherfucker can have a whole case of candy bars. <laughs> well, I'll look, load them up one by one for him.
4: Well, look, he's not necessarily wrong. I I'm knew not, you were going to say that. It's <laughs> true. I'm not saying it's for the better. But they did
2: go into more. I mean, it's it's, it's kind of true. Tell me it's not. They went into more.
4: You're right. Again, I'm not saying it's for the better. <laughs> I'm not saying that.
1: They went into more. You're they right. did.
4: They, it was in depth that mm-hmm. it was.
1: I will agree with you on that statement just as much as I agree with you when you say this is something. It's <laughs> something.
4: Again, not not for the better, but they did go into some shit. Um, all right, so do, are there any more reviews? Scott, uh,
0: yeah, uh, this by the way, uh, would anyone like to guess the ratings for this mm. out of 10 out of the IMDb's 10 like an stars?
2: Eight? I think I think you gave it a 10. Yeah,
0: right in between the two with a nine stars out of 10.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I'm drunk enough, I couldn't figure out what was between eight and 10. <laughs> <laughs> You're between 8 and 10 Uh-oh. drunk. <laughs> she, she said right in between. I was like, 6? <laughs> 4. And then she said 9. And I was like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, We have another one here uh, on the other side of the spectrum, uh, but also very pretentious. So uh, this is one that I think Rob will either give a candy bar to or has written himself. I don't know.
4: <laughs> God damn.
0: Could go either way. Um, This one is titled Should Be Required Viewing in Film School for What Does Not Work. Uh, oh,
1: I don't care it, for that title. I don't like it, it when people do stuff like that. It's not funny. They see, think it's funny, but it's not.
0: Yeah, the, this is kind of the... It sets a good tone for the style of this review, which is why I think uh y- you might... Even though I think you'll agree with a lot of the statements, I, I have a feeling you're not going to like the reviewer much. Um, If I had a cool fake last name and a semi-successful pseudo-metal band in the 90s, maybe I would be approached to direct a quote-unquote retelling of a horror classic to make a ton of money for the studio. If I was, I would keep in mind all the element that made Halloween 78 so popular and leave them how they were, such as a prolonged steady cam shots uh, to give the sense uh, from the shape's point of view, but minimal chilling soundtrack to add the tension, a brave heroine who isn't helpless, who is not a helpless idiot, and keeping the main antagonist off screen for at least the first half of the movie to build tension. This formula uh, was great for horror and suspense movies such as Psycho, The Exorcist, Jaws, and The First Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street movies and I would keep true to it in my Halloween remake. The only things I would fix in my retelling would be little things that my larger budget would certainly allow. I would make the sets of Haddonfield, Illinois in October look less like Southern California in April. My actresses portraying teenagers would not be in their late 20s or early 30s and I would eliminate plot holes like the plot of Um, in the plot, like the opening scene of Michael's sister making out with her boyfriend upstairs for only 40 seconds before he leaves and the sheriff responding to a break-in at the hardware store during normal business hours. Uh, I would also pick a year that my remake was supposed to take place and stick to it. I would not confuse the audience by having people of the retro fashions and hairstyles Driving pristine cars from the 60s and 70s and the kids on Stingray bikes that haven't been seen in 25 years, but at the same time, modern police cars and cell phones. I understand Rob Zombie's temptation to answer questions that all of us had about Michael Myers, such as why is he, he is so intent on killing people and why does he insist on wearing a mask. The problem is, in answering the questions and telling about Michael's background, Michael becomes more human and, therefore, less scary. Even Zombie's choice of explanation is suspect. The audience expects a tormented kid from a crappy home to turn out disturbed, but a bad kid from a seemingly normal home seems a lot scarier since it could happen to anyone. Not everyone in this movie is a completely fear- inferior to the original, hence my rating of blank stars. The sets look a thousand times better than the original. The actresses seem more believable than in the original, and we get to see a lot more of them. The new scene of Michael ripping up floorboards in his old house to get his knife and mask were pretty cool. Uh, don't expect a lot from this movie, like being scared or entertained, but if you want to study what truly works in horror movies and what doesn't, this is mandatory viewing. When it comes to horror, less is more, since nothing is more powerful than the viewer's imagination. Remember that, Rob.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob, remember that. I didn't hate what he said, but a couple of things. Um, First of all, don't make fun of Mr. Cummings for his stage name. I mean, that's just not right. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people use use stage names and stuff when they, especially when you're in a band. That happens a lot. Elton John's name wasn't Elton John. Um, it certainly wasn't Elton Hercules John. <laughs> he changed it to. Um, and also you don't have to attack White Zombie. White Zombie has some good songs. Leave them out of it too. He's um, talking about Michael Myers wearing a mask. Come on, man. Um, well, look, I, here's here's one thing we didn't touch on is that the time period is confusing in this movie, because he does, ultimately, he, de- he decided at some point to stick with the 63 to 78 time period, but to me, it doesn't feel like that at all. No, it doesn't. So, it, that's a complete fucking swing and miss on that, in my opinion. Like, I, I don't, I didn't, I don't think he really did a good job with that at all. Um... So I definitely agree with that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know. The rest of what he said was fine, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm kinda of drunk. I don't really remember what he said now. <laughs> Good job, Rob. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, those are all for the reviews, but I do I did pull just a couple extra titles. Um, because I crossed a lot of just very fascinating review titles for this. My favorite of which, I'm actually going to start with my favorite because they get all kind of punny after this. Uh, But there's one just called Rob Zombie. I am a forgiving person, but this is going to take a very long time.
2: (laughs) God damn. (laughs) That's funny.
0: Two out of ten uh, rating. I was very amused. Um, Someone called this, the only ten out of ten that I found for this, called it the perfect horror film. Which I thought was interesting.
1: They watched the wrong one. <laughs> uh, By the I... way, when I, I don't know if it does this all the time, but when I punched this up on IMDb earlier, um, you know, it oftentimes it'll show like a, a clip of the movie or the trailer.
2: Yeah. It was showing Uh-oh.
1: the trailer for the 1978 movie. <laughs> Whoops. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that happens all the time or not, but...
4: Good for Rob Zombie, I guess. Right? You're going to be very surprised when you watch it,
0: though. <laughs> uh, that leads to this title. Did he even watch the real Halloween?
4: Uh, that's not fair.
0: Kind of funny, though. I mean, um... yeah, it is funny, but
4: it's not fair.
0: <laughs> Don't fear this Reaper. But then they gave it an 8 out of 10. which. <laughs> and then we have Hackoween, a terrifying experience. It's funny. Uh And my f- other fa- other than the uh, this is going to take a long time <laughs> review. Uh This was my favorite title, Halloween. Another devil's oh. reject. <laughs> uh. <Did laughs> I just really did appreciated some of the uh, some of the punnery going on That's nice. in the uh review titles. But yeah,
1: um, I've got quite a few facts for this one. Okay. Were you done, by the way, Cat? It sounded like oh, you I'm were done. finished. Oh, I'm done. okay. Uh, first of all, this was made for an estimated budget of fifteen million. Its box office gross worldwide was eighty point four million. Damn, huge success. Um, William Forsythe had actually injured his leg prior to shooting, which is why his leg is in a cast in the film. In the script, the character only had an arm brace, but they just went ahead and worked his leg injury into it as well. Huh. Emma Stone auditioned for the role of Laurie Strode. Oh, my God. I have a really hard time picturing that.
0: This would have been a better movie if Emma Stone was Laurie
1: Strode, right? I mean, I feel like Emma Stone is just not, doesn't mix with a Rob Zombie world.
0: I think that's the thing is they would have had to to tone it down at some point if she'd gotten it, right?
1: I don't think
4: Rob Zombie gonna do it.
1: (laughs) My guess is that's why she didn't get it. I mean, I just, like, I think I would love to see a Halloween film where Emma Stone plays Lori Strode. I yeah, she's great. Fantastic. It's just not this Halloween film. No, no. <laughs> um, Rob Zombie revealed that making Halloween with the Weinsteins was a miserable experience. This is a quote. It was a miserable experience for me, and so I was very reticent to do the second one. I did do the second one, and I thought, okay, well, the first one was a miserable experience, but it did well, so maybe it'll be easier the second time. It was worse oh my god, I felt like they were trusting me on uh, they weren't trusting me on the first one because they wanted to make sure it was a, a hit and now they weren't trusting me not to fuck up their hit.
4: <laughs> it's amazing how they call it their hit too.
1: Yeah, which explains uh, why um, he there wasn't like a third Halloween film in this timeline. Like he was yeah. fucking done. I don't blame
4: him, man. He heard a lot of shit. And rightfully so. And rightfully so. But like, who wants to deal with that shit, you
1: know? One thing that I talk a lot about uh, this movie, uh, that I mentioned when I talk about this movie a lot, and I, I didn't talk about it at all, I don't think, uh, tonight, is that it feels very uneven to me. It's like two different movies. Yeah. Um, there's a reason for that. Um, okay. In an interview, uh, Zombie said he went into the meeting with the Weinsteins and he had two films in mind. One, the first one was just going to be Michael Myers in his childhood, and then the second one was going to be a remake of the 78 film but they shot that idea down and forced him to combine the two.
0: That's stupid.
1: Yeah, so that's why it feels really, really disjointed. I'm not
4: mad at it, because, I mean, could you imagine if he made a Michael Myers movie and you didn't even get to see Michael? I mean, you see Michael Myers as a kid. Nobody wants that. He would have heard a lot of shit for that.
1: It's the same thing with the, the Friday remake. Like, they had, to, they had to run through the first three films because you yeah. can't have a Friday the 13th remake And not have Jason in a hockey mask. A studio won't want it. Yeah. You know, like it makes sense. The marketing is going to be all fucked up and everything Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I found this extremely interesting because as I was watching the film this time, and I'd never noticed it before, I kept looking at this actor and going, who the fuck is this guy? And then I finally found out who it was and I couldn't believe it. The actor who sells the gun to Malcolm McDowell's character... Uh, uh-huh. In the gun shop is the uh, monkeys drummer and singer Mickey Dolans.
0: Huh. Really?
1: Yeah. And I could not place the guy, and it was driving me crazy. It's only a one like quick scene. But I was like, who is that? I know that fucking guy, and I could not place him. And then I read that, and I was like, oh, of course.
0: How did that happen?
1: I don't know. <laughs> a zombie. Oh. Um, that was a
4: hilarious scene, too, by the way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Rob Zombie originally wanted Danielle Harris to play Laurie Strode, and Sherry Moon Zombie to play Linda.
0: Oh my god, no.
4: Yeah, that would have been a bad idea.
1: Um, this one I don't, this is one of those things that I don't know whether I actually believe it or not, but apparently Malcolm McDowell claims he's never seen the original Halloween.
0: I've read that before. I Again, I don't know if it's true, but it, it is. Just,
1: I don't know, it reeks of those people like, oh, I've never seen that. You know what I mean? Like, what? Eh. And if you haven't, Malcolm McDowell, what the fuck are you doing, man? He yeah, seriously. That. <laughs> That's not a win.
4: You Don't brag yeah. about that.
1: <laughs> um, Danielle Pennebaker auditioned for the role of Laurie Strode, and Scout Taylor, Tom- uh, T- Scout Taylor Compton was cast instead. Two years later, Pennebaker was cast as the female lead in the Friday the 13th remake, and Compton had auditioned for that role, but she lost out. Um, Probably because
0: mm-hmm. they saw her work and. In- <laughs> halloween.
1: <laughs> god damn uh this one's <laughs> i don't think i'm not exactly it. sure what to make of this um and it's not really about the movie but i thought it was kind of an interesting story uh danielle harris uh apparently went to a uh a premiere after party or an after premiere party i guess for halloween ends and she saw jamie lee curtis so she went over to introduce herself and thought that they would uh You know, maybe bond over being veteran actors in the Halloween franchise. And apparently, Jamie Lee Curtis brushed her off and said, "I've never seen those movies, and I don't know who you are." Oh my my god! God. (laughs)
0: Savage.
1: Why though,
0: man? man.
2: Because
1: she's Jamie Lee Curtis. Fuck it, you know she. Yeah. She she
4: can do that, but fuck for what? Damn. (laughs) Wow.
1: Um, although this is, uh, this film is a remake. Rob Zombie has uh, said before that he personally does not like horror remakes.
0: I think right. that shows.
1: <laughs> they, um, they consider John Hurt for the role of, uh, Dr. Loomis in this film.
0: Mm,
2: that maybe not a bad choice.
1: Different. Uh, this movie is said to have been the inspiration for 17 year old Jacob Evans of Texas to kill his mother and sister in October of 2012. In his written confession, he claimed to have watched the movie three times the week of the murders. And he also wrote, after I watched the movie, I put it back in the case and threw it in the trash can so that people wouldn't think that it influenced me in any way.
2: Oh. Eh,
4: I hate when stuff like that comes out, man. You can't blame media.
1: No, no, no. I never, I never blame the movie or anything yeah. uh, ever. But I also always, I do kind of always kind of find, find it interesting, you know.
4: Yeah, it is. It is. It's but... the
1: whole basis for Scream.
4: Yeah, like, I mean, if people, if, if all it takes is a movie for somebody to do that, they're probably eventually going to do it. They'll, they'll find a reason eventually. Right. Yeah, like, come on. Uh,
1: Christina Klebe, who plays Linda, took her father to the premiere of the film. She oh. said it didn't bother her that her dad would see her completely naked in it because he's from Germany and nudity isn't a big deal for European. Mm-hmm. This seems like an odd choice to me.
0: Do we get a follow up story about that where it was like, anyway, I was disowned by my father and now
1: like... <laughs> I know I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's still a weird choice, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. She also said that she was a big fan of Brad Dorffs, and uh, she was starstruck when she finally met him and they they both love to write poetry. So they spent a lot of time talking about that in between scenes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Danny Trejo's death scene was cut from a work print. Because the studio complained about it, uh, Rob Zombie had to fight with him, he, he said it was important to show how brutal and, and uncompassionate that Michael Myers was, and so uh, he finally won, and he was able to put the scene back into the film. But they almost cut it. Huh. Which I think would have been a shame, because I think that's one of the strong points of the movie. Yeah. I
0: do think it's a good scene, and I'm glad that it's back in. I do kind of wonder why they thought that's where the line was.
1: Right. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, it, when he says the studio, you're talking about dimension, so you're dealing with the Weinsteins. They're fucking idiots. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, a stunt woman was seriously injured in the balcony fall sequence at the end of the film, and Rob Zombie says that's why the film suddenly cuts to black, and so you don't see the actual landing. Ah. Uh, right. I'd be mad. I mean, I fucking fell and hurt myself for nothing. Use that
4: goddamn yeah. thing.
1: Some directors don't want to use that kind of stuff. Other people, like, you know... Um, the uh, exorcist director whose name escapes me. Why is that? Freaking. Yeah, William Freaking.
3: He, he would love
1: to put that shit in the movie.
4: Yeah, I would. Shit. I'd be mad if I did it and got hurt and you didn't use it. I'd be like, well, if I got hurt for nothing?
3: Right.
0: That's the thing. If I were a stunt woman, I'd be like, if I ever die filming something, you better fucking use better this fucking footage. Yeah. That's my last request. I will Ooh. haunt you, Fox. It's going in the movie.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> die for nothing, man. Put it in there. Might as well now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just a couple of more. Deborah Myers is the only person to die in the film that's not killed by Michael Myers. She's also the only character in the entire Halloween saga to ever commit suicide. Wow! Start. And finally, the teenage version of Laurie Strode does not appear as the protagonist of the film until 52 minutes in. Man, right. I'm not mad. I mean, look what he was doing. You know, like, I mean, I, I just feel like that leads to. The part of where it feels disjointed, like you can almost tell where one movie ends and the other begins.
4: Yeah, yeah. you can, yeah, you can. But, but again, look what he was doing, though. You know,
2: I know, won't
4: want to lose any of that. All right, so that was it. That's it. Okay, so let's way this and get on out of here. Uh, this should be interesting. <laughs> uh, does anyone want to go first? I can go first.
0: Whatever you wanna do, Mikey, it's your I'll birthday. go first. Yeah.
4: Okay. All right. <clears> oh <throat> uh, boy. I this one's hard. We talk about like some movies get like a grading scale in a way, kinda. Uh huh. And this one it gets a big grading scale, and not in a negative in a positive way, rather. Uh because it, if I was just doing this movie, uh huh. The movie what was done my score would be much higher okay but you can't do that with this movie because it's a fucking halloween like i got all the things touch royalty you can't ignore that when when giving a, a rating on it. at least i don't think you can
0: you're right yeah i might have to adjust mine actually
4: i mean that's the way i see it personally because it's got to affect that
0: is it. how we've been doing it
4: yeah and and, it, and again it's halloween You know, it's not like, and not to piss Cat off, but it's not like, you know, House on Haunted Hill, where you know, it's you kind of, like some of them don't affect it as much at least for me, in my score Uh, something like this Halloween remake would do the same thing as well as Nightmare on Elm Street this is royalty here and it did the royalty dirty but I still think he put together a really good movie. Uh, visually, it was phenomenal. Uh, you know, like, was it perfect? No, but it's a good fucking time. A good part of this movie. Like, again, minus the scene we fucking mentioned earlier. But other than that, like, it's it's a dark movie. It's... Uh, I'm going to give it... For some reason, this is yelling at me. I'm going to give it a 5.4. I'm
2: going to yell at you.
4: <laughs> what else is new? <laughs>
1: Cat, you wanna?
0: Uh, I'm in the middle of adjusting my score if Rob. Wants, I can so go. It's hands. probably
1: better if I go, so we don't end on a down note with Mikey crying on his birthday.
0: And you had a? I'm sorry, you had a five point five point
1: four. Okay. So uh, this movie's not good. Uh, I don't think it's good as a Halloween movie, certainly, and as a, just its own thing. I don't even think it's good. Um, uh, Rob Zombie is a, a an accomplished. Technical filmmaker, he's very good at what he does, but what he does is trash that I don't like. And I feel like he brought his trash to Haddonfield and dumped it on my front lawn, and <laughs> I don't appreciate it. Uh, there were a few things I did like. I liked the soundtrack. Um, I thought there was uh, the, the, the change to the Loomis character I, I really enjoyed. I thought it was interesting. But overall, uh, I don't know. Like Mikey said, it was a good time. I had, had no good time with this movie at all. Um, I give it a two point six.
4: God damn, Rob! Come on, really?
1: Yes. Cheats. All right. That's bullshit. I'll be taking no further questions. <laughs> okay. Cat, <laughs> you ready? In
0: a yeah, I'm ready. Um, okay. in a surprise twist, I have the highest score. Holy shit! E- not by much, but I do have the highest score for Rob Zombie's Halloween out of the three of us. Okay. Uh, and I had it a lot higher until I adjusted, because that is how we've been doing remakes. That's how yeah. I've been doing remakes. I've also been comparing them to the original, but I, when I gave my portnoy, I was just kind of like, I gave it directly at the end of the movie. I was basing it off of, like, what we had. Right. Um, And, and I took notes also into, like, my other Halloween films without adjusting for, like, this is a remake. They fucked it up. Uh, I ended yeah. up subtracting uh. Points for that. Mm-hmm. Not points plural, but like over a full point for that. Um and uh that leaves me at a five point five.
1: Okay. That's fair. You might want to remath on that cat. I don't think you did the subtractions. <laughs> better, I am right? a
0: little bit drunk, but I <laughs> gonna find out tomorrow i had a four point two originally and ended up bumping it up accidentally uh no but i i had it at a um i actually had it at a six point nine uh, just so this is gonna make Mikey mad uh but just above my h two o score because it. I, I ranked six
1: point nine
0: i had it just above uh h two o did you
1: you just did that for the joke
0: no i did it because <laughs> i had <laughs> i did it because i had uh h 20 at like a six point eight I believe, was my portnoy. I, so I, I went just a little bit higher for Rob Zombie's Halloween. But yeah, considering it's a remake, I, I don't feel good putting it. Because when you compare it to the original, they... I, Mikey said it. They did it dirty.
4: They did. <laughs> they did. They did. Honestly...
0: I like it as its own movie. It's I like it. It's good. Yeah. I'll say, it's not great. But it is good.
4: Well, again, I can see that. I can see it. Uh, I'm not mad at that, uh, that opinion on it, but yeah, I mean, honestly, if I was taking no points away for it doing the original as dirty as it did, I mean, this, this is a it might be neat in, in the low eights, honestly. Get the fuck out of here, I'm dead eight. ass serious, man. <sighs> it's a this fucking a hell. 9 a-
0: movie, if you look at it, is not a Halloween movie.
4: They gave you crazy kills, a brutal killer. And, I didn't think the kills were that crazy. Uh, there were a couple of repetitive ones too that kind of annoyed me a little bit. Where, but you know, it was—I I, didn't—I didn't think that. I thought it was—it was a good horror movie. It was a really good horror
1: movie. Was it though? I think <laughs> so. If I was looking at this as not a Halloween remake, I still wouldn't help? give it over a four. Over
0: wow. a four.
1: No, no, no. It would be like a three point three or something. No,
0: you. Ha- th- this is no. It's not good. It is though.
1: It has terrible characters. The dialogue is shit. Everything's covered in a thin layer of grime and disgustingness. There's nothing good here. You're a son
4: of a bitch. I didn't even care the outcome of this thing, but you—you you still pissed me off. You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn you. I. I... I I don't again. I guess it's not your movie.
1: You picked a movie you knew I wouldn't like, and now you're mad because <laughs> I don't like it. Get the fuck no, out of here! No, I'm not mad. You don't would you like it. What you think it was going to be? A Mikey's birthday miracle. Get the fuck out of here. That would be nice, though. It?
0: Oh, that's what we should have done. We should have had the AI write a thing called Mikey's birthday <laughs> <laughs> miracle to see who gets killed.
4: Pretty funny, but yeah. Ah, damn you, Rob. I don't know, man. I again, I can. I I don't need. Too much, to like. It's a horror movie, man. There, there is nothing wrong, a la Terrifier, with a horror movie just giving you some fucking crazy kills, man, and and having a good time with it.
1: No, but a lot of people do that and still make a good movie with a good story and interesting characters. Right, but that's not what you're not getting that here. They're fresh out of all that. (laughs) I know. That's why I'm saying it's not a good movie. I know exactly what I don't get here. Trust me. (laughs) Son of a bitch all right rob i
4: I feel like I because now again we have uh looking at the schedule again next weekend's patreon pick weekend after that's rob's gonna be out, but the week after that we're it's gonna be Rob's birthday pick, and I feel that being said, I feel like um I could have done worse and i don't I don't think you should be that mad at me.
1: I haven't made a decision yet. I told you I've thought about it. I'm down to a, a few movies here. I've got a uh, a Fuck Mikey movie. Oh. I've got a movie I think, I think we'll all like. And then I have a nuclear option that we're all going to hate, but I think is really funny.
0: I strongly believe that the Fuck Mikey option should be Halloween 2. <laughs> I just think uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, specifically.
1: I mean... That's not completely out of the right. See, the whole thing really got thrown off when I discovered the Kiss Meets Phantom of the Park 2 is not a movie, but a comic book series. I was <sighs> very disappointed. Thank God.
0: <laughs> I'm just happy it exists.
1: Unless what? you guys want to do a comic book series. No. We already did
4: a cartoon. We can't have too many. I told you guys, I got shit for that. We get to, we're gonna have a comic book. What the hell?
1: No. <laughs> oh, the other thing that we could do also, and I told you guys this, I will be out on what we would be recording uh-huh. on my actual birthday. I could just pick a movie for you guys to watch.
4: Yeah, and kiss my ass too. Absolutely <laughs> not. Cause that'll be the nuclear pick, and you're out of town when the nuke goes off. No. So, <laughs> no. uh, but all right. So that's what we got coming up. Uh, we don't know what we're going to be doing for the Rob Absent We Get. Uh, You're racking up a lot of absences, man. Look I here. know.
1: I know. I'm not proud of it, but it's my new reality.
0: You know, and the worst part is that we also have to account for... Uh, we owe Mikey a paranormal activity movie, oh. which now is going to have to be postponed.
4: Yeah. As long as it's coming, I'm fine with waiting It It, it is. It don't matter. It don't bother but me I, to
0: wait. We had talked about doing it instead of Rob's birthday pick, but then you decided you wanted Rob not to have to miss out on paranormal activity too well,
4: so hold on now i i don't want it no for there to be no confusion i would be perfectly fine with rob and not having to hear rob bullshit <laughs> me do fuck paranormal activity too our listeners unfortunately enjoy what rob uh, does
2: yeah
1: okay
4: that, yeah it's not me i would be more than happy to not have <laughs> rob shit on my paranormal activity parade again
1: I am I indeed the one that's... I'm the straw that stirs this drink, you know.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Are you learning some new phrases in the South? <laughs> I, know. I don't
1: know where the fuck that came from.
0: Yeah, I don't know if mean, there's weird one. I think I found
1: it at <laughs> the bottom of this hillbilly margarita over here.
0: <laughs> I'm really curious to know what the nuclear option is. I'm scared, but I want to know so bad.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: All right, right. So you'll tell us all of them after, I'm sure, right?
0: Yeah, and
1: right. I, I, I think I probably be ready to announce the pick uh, to announce the pick next week, maybe. Okay. Because I'm not going to be here the following week, although I could include it in my statement that I'll probably make.
4: <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, no, you don't need to do another one of those stupid statement <laughs> things now. Don't. All, all right, I'm telling you ahead of time now. Don't do a statement. All right, Rob, no absolutely
0: do a statement. People will. <laughs>
4: Not next week, the following week. Don't let me sneak. Let's put see. it in my statement. You already got one
1: ready. I don't even know what movie you're going to be watching yet.
4: That was my problem. I didn't announce it last week, because I didn't know. It snuck up yeah. on me, man.
1: I know. I'm down to these these three, and then Cat threw this fourth into the mix. Yeah. But I kind of feel like I can't pick that one, because it's Cat's idea. <laughs>
0: I just uh, think that would be so funny to like immediately choose the sequel to Mikey's own movie <laughs> that he picked.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is a good and idea.
0: I watched but... the instant regret.
4: <laughs> oh, there won't be any regret. I know. I really... and again, <laughs> this bit me in the ass with Velosa Pastor, but it because it, it, I went in saying, uh, oh, it's not going to be as bad as Kiss Me, Phantom Park." I, I mean, <laughs> Rob, if you could do that again, I would absolutely hate it. But part of me would just be like, bravo. Like, if you
0: could do that
1: <laughs> twice. Dude, it bravo. was really tough finding Kiss Me to the of Park. Remember, we had to watch that on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: did yeah. have to watch it on Facebook.
1: <laughs> I
4: mean... All right. Uh, patreon.com forward slash slash radio. Please go check that out. You're starting as low as $3 a month. Your next show every week, you get Patreon content. Uh, uh You get uh Easter
1: egg content every week. Mm-hmm. And our patrons are just the best people. They are.
4: They are. <laughs> they are weird to hear you say but what about the other ones rob that aren't patrons
1: cheap bastards oh (laughs) Uh.
0: so it's just Uh, being nice to the patrons (laughs)
1: yeah they're essentially the people that make up the cast of a rob zombie movie
4: oh (laughs) jesus oh man uh i completely forgot what i was about to say this drink was strong. Uh, sl- sl- uh, Slasher Radio on Twitter make sure you follow us uh, you'll figure out all the movies that we're doing ahead of time so you can get your watches in and uh, anything that happens last minute you can uh, be sure to find that there I'm at Mikey's Dead you can also check out Cult FM you can check that out on Twitter as well Cult FM Pod give us a follow up that is the other show that I do with Ali which is uh here's my button Loma's huge clown penis huge clown penis the by the time this comes out that our next episode will not be out next week uh we're gonna probably be talking dead by daylight stuff Ooh. talking about
0: nick f and woo cage yeah nick cage will be
4: brought up i i am a nick i'm a nick cage main as of right now i have converted there was man you guys should have seen on twitch they had like the stream titles on there all the gens gone in 60 seconds and like you know this is <laughs> pretty funny uh
1: and that's it for me rob where they find me uh you can find me um over on x i'll be xing over there i am <laughs> uh at radio rob one two three
0: don't feed into it don't <laughs> call it that i'm
1: <laughs> two three over there um you can listen to the other show that i do with cat the nick fucking woo cage cast um, which I believe by the time this is out, hopefully we will have recorded hopefully. and released our episode on <laughs> Moonstruck, which, uh, should be a fun one to record. And also I wanted to mention real quick, my brother started a podcast.
2: Oh,
4: oh nice.
1: Yeah. He's a, a stand-up comedian and, uh, him and a, a couple of friends started a podcast, uh, called the good, the bad and the funny. And, uh, they've released one episode that, uh, I enjoyed. So, you know, check it out. It's not horror movie related at all, but maybe you'll like it
4: that's the name of the episode nice. the name of the show
1: the name of the show the good the bad and the funny i'm gonna check that out for sure nice
3: yeah
4: oh yeah you can also find me on blue sky too you can't find rob <laughs> there we can find mean, me there
1: motherfuckers i can't believe you won't let me in
0: well i really wish i i didn't think of it until too late it would have been really funny to announce that i had joined blue sky as radio rob one two
2: three (laughs) yeah i was just
4: gonna say that um i haven't got my first invite yet which is why rob is not on it but you will probably before you get your invite that i will i will give you rob i'm gonna let you know ahead of time now you can also find me on blue sky as radio rob one two
1: three you motherfucker (laughs) and it's not funny
4: did you really think i wasn't gonna do that come on (laughs) and how does it feel too you're gonna have to if i if if i do that not only will you have to wait to get on there a whole nother week on top of your thing not being taken, so you're gonna have to wait another week, because I'm gonna waste an invite on that (laughs) fucking phenomenal Uh, Kat, what about you?
0: Uh, You can find me on uh, Blue Sky as Kat Valore. you can find me on Twitter, uh, until it dies (laughs) as uh, Kat underscore Valore. you can find me on Instagram, I guess Um, Kat Valore check out my website kevlar.com by the time this episode is released my book will be out so pick up a copy of that still on my website
1: <laughs> did you uh did you sign mine yet Cab?
0: uh i yes they've uh, well hmm, i signed the book plates ingram has which is our printer uh has notified us that there is a delay they have not told us what the delay is or how long it will last I have a feeling it has something to do with them getting slack over their terms of service, but that's like a whole other issue. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I was not allowed to sign anything because they will not print the books. Um, But I signed the book plates so they'll have signatures if we can get them printed.
4: Nice. Okay. Alright guys, come back, check us out next week. It's Patreon time. We don't know what we'll be watching. We hope they'll be gentle. Good night from Celestia Radio.
2: All the best of Slasher Radio Podcast.